So, hi guys, it's Down Under T here, and welcome to episode 78 of Meet Me in the Bunker. And today we are shooting the breeze with DCF Press, fellow journalist, author, substacker, and rumbler. You've heard us carrying on before. Uh, today we're just going to be doing a bit more of that, I think, get a few things off our chest. Neither of us are feeling fit and funky enough to be on camera, so you can just sit back, <laughs> pull the cap off a beer, and relax, and enjoy the breeze. So let me introduce yeah, Jason. Say hi, Jason. Tell everybody all of your deets so that they know and they can go there, and I'll add them to the um, stream later. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was gonna gonna do the whole. Oh, hi, Jason. <laughs> no, hey, uh, hello, Liz. So yeah, I'm at uh, Jason Powers uh, Substack dot com, and I'm on uh, Rumble, uh, DC Press. So yeah, and I've done several books, social commentary. Actually, did a two volume history on baseball. Started in two thousand four. That subject is finite. I, <laughs> I don't even know who won. I, I don't even I don't even know who's been playing in the World Series the last three or four years. That tells you where my interest is. The girls, have, uh, the girls have been playing. Being, yeah. The girls have been playing again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, they probably got they probably got a gender studies course going on in the dugout too. <laughs> There's no crying in baseball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, lots of that. Yeah, there's plenty of crying now. I wonder. I wonder how much money they'll be making when, like, all this uh, economy shit goes belly up. They'll they'll be back to <laughs> people will put perspective on uh, uh, things like going to the ballpark and spending 150 dollars uh, for one person <laughs> for a ticket and a couple of hot dogs and a beer. <laughs> that kind of shit. Yep, I anyway. know. So anyway. That's kind of who I am. I, I'm on Amazon. Uh, I'm working on a, a new release. Well, new, but it's old. I'm re-updating an entire release called uh, Operation Virus, the delivering of COVID, chaos, and communism to the United States and the world, because we all know this is a worldwide uh, phenomenon, and a, a, and more and more people are noticing it. As a matter of fact, I, I, just quickly, I uh, Patrick Bet David was getting interviewed, and they were talking about who runs the world. And I just posted that up yesterday. It was just a short, like ten minute clip of a two hour interview with uh, Chris. And I can't remember what his last I like name Patrick is, but Bet I've seen him before. So like Patrick, him. they were just yeah. Go he's ahead. Yeah. He, he's <laughs> yeah. Well, he's totally. Uh, Spain and I were talking about it the other day. Like, there's so many people that we used to rely on their information. That are like, like losing us. A lot of it's got to do with what's happening in Israel. But um, we were talking about Scott yeah. Ritter the other day and how he's all mm -hmm. like, it's almost like he's on Hamas's side in the whole thing. And look, I don't think anybody should be taking sides in this piece of crap war because it's beyond all of us. No. Yeah. Go back. Go ahead. Go back. To I know what he. I, I read his piece. So yeah, Patrick Bet they were just uh, trying to get into, and one of the key aspects of what he mentioned was the guy you've all heard of. Actually, I remember growing up with this this name E. F. Hutton. Remember the commercial when E. F. Hutton talks, people listen. Yep. Yep. <laughs> he and he was like, when, and he was comparing it to when Henry Kissinger talks, 
people listen. You know, Henry Kissinger is a hundred years old, and he gets a he gets a, uh, a a meeting with Xi Jinping. You know, up close and personal. You know, like they did a camera thing, and you know, she does. I mean, does he need this old fucking fool showing up there? Pardon my French. You know, just uh, hmm. you know. So, I mean, what message was he carrying and for who? What water is he just like uh, with Gavin Newsom? So we got all these other Americans going over there, or we'll call them Americans, other people who were connected to the American government in some way, shape, or form, Mm -hmm. but nobody but Biden, no Biden, of course. So anyway, just the point of who really pulls the strings in the world. Uh, that's the ultimate question that they were trying to get to. And I don't think that, but they know someone's pulling the strings and we know it's money and it's tied to power, money, banking, that kind of deal. Yeah. So anyway. And so you're yeah, writing. PBDs. You, you are writing yeah. a lot of stuff on that at the moment. But um, I think. Yeah. Re- revisiting history. Yeah. I'm going back and saying, okay, why do these people or why does this stuff reoccur what are the historical boundaries for certain things like the british empire china and their century of uh, they call it century of humiliation what it is is they just got their asses kicked for uh opium trade and they're doing it they're doing opium trade around the world they're now they're part and parcel and the cia is connected to that and there's a secret history there too and um interesting how people who are like leftists don't ever see, you know, they, they say, oh, we want, you know, decriminalization of drugs. But you go to a communist regime and opium, uh, they, <laughs> uh, they used to make money off opium to fund their wars. But after the war was over, uh, Mao arrested like 80,000 uh, people who were tied to the opium, de- uh, opium trade and opium yes, dealing. Uh, mm-hmm. So the funny thing with leftists, they never think that, the, you know, the after, left will go after them. <laughs> they never think the left will go after them because mm-hmm. they're left. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's part of what I'm getting into with this. Is it's like, yeah, it, in China, it's good until it isn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the contradiction. Oh, you can do this until you can't, and it's just like, like some singular event, and they're like, oh, well, we got to crack down, and we're going to make an example out of you, and. <laughs> Uh, that example means that you're probably going to either be going to prison or di- dying. So, sucks to be you. <laughs> sucks to be all of us um, at the moment. But there's more. Yeah. So, there's just a lot of intri- I mean, the inc- intricacies of actually what is like a fascio communistic uh, takeover of the world because they're, they're working together. They, they've they decided to boil I, I my thing is they've taken every bad idea or every bad uh, uh, ism thrown it in a pot and said this is what we're going to serve up to the world and it all has different you know yeah gruel a gruel of totalitarianism (laughs) that would be that would be a good good uh way to describe it (laughs) can i have some more and we're (laughs) yes only if you don't own it (laughs) And you're not going to be happy. <laughs> as long as you really don't want to be happy and you enjoy eating bugs, you can have some more. Yes, you can have two helpings of bugs today because you've been a because you didn't post anything on social media that tells me that you hate me. Here's a here's, here's a question. Here's a question I have for all of these people that think that they can 
own nothing and be happy. Take a look around you. Take a look around you right now and and itemise all the things that you have now that are yours, that you can say you own, that make you happy. And imagine your life for the rest of it without any of that stuff. Because if you think the regime will give you a mobile phone so that you have free will to contact and talk to anybody you want, you're dreaming. Like you live like 1984 is 2023. Because that's the camera that they have in your home. That's the camera they, that's the, the recording device they have in your pocket in your handbag, in your car, in your office. If people don't realise that we're already there, they're the ones that are going to go first. Because like I said, take a look at, take stock of what it is, what your possessions are around you, lefties. Take stock of your Porsches and your, your college degrees. Because it's all going to mean nothing in the end. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, to your point, it's kind of interesting when you mention like all those different things. Um, I was just happening when before COVID. This was right before, months before COVID. Like, yeah, we'll say six months before. I was doing like a social history and whatnot, and because I could already see we all saw the the cracks in the Western world formulating around the, uh, us going back several years, but it was small stuff. It was annoying, but we figured, ah, people will keep their brains. Well, that didn't happen. No. One of the things that stuck out, though, They lost their minds over toilet the paper. <laughs> yeah, it didn't take much. But one thing that stuck out, what you just mentioned with the phone and stuff like that and control, controlling behavior, and that's what they want, mm -hmm. is... I don't understand why feminists don't get this because so many of them, um, maybe they never uh, approach this or actually understand the ideas that they have been pushing and maybe don't even know where they come from. There's a, a model called the Duluth model and it's the violence model um, and control and con co control and con yeah, you've heard of it. It's a circle. It's a little wheel. It's it it it, it, it defines ways that uh, uh, basically, as they always put it, a man can abuse a woman, like uh, economic abuse, psychological abuse, oh, yeah. movement. You Let know, me count the ways. Yeah. So yeah, it's like eight <laughs> or ten little pies or whatever. But on it. You know, all of this stuff was reminiscent of exactly what they what our government does to us. And I'm like, I wonder if anyone's actually correlated that. <laughs> Especially, well, we just did. like, <laughs> yes. We just did. So the economic abuse, yeah, it, yeah, like yeah. you said, they're not going to give you a cell phone. Yeah, they could take your cell phone away from you. They're treating you like you're a child, uh -huh. the way an uh, abusive husband would treat a, a wife that, you know, he's like, you can't talk to your friends. I'm not going to let you go anywhere. Yeah. You can't. It's the same thing. It's the same yeah, look, concept. When my kids, when my kids got like, my kids didn't get a phone per se. They got a phone watch, right? When, when they were about, I don't know, mm -hmm. six and eight, I bought them each one of these digital watches that, you know, you could sure. call them on. And yeah, they they didn't. They got a list of phone numbers that I put into the phone. 
I put the phone. Yeah. I put the list in. I gave them the ability to call four people, right? This is what your government wants yeah. from you. They want you to have the mm-hmm. ability to call certain people and you have to be aware that every time you call those certain people, the government will be listening to that conversation. Yeah. That is the norm they want. They want you to understand that that is the norm. Yes. They're normalizing, they're using uh, what they call it, the, uh, you know, there's this uh, thing model where it moves um, the Overton window. So they're trying to Overton window from you guys, from us Westerners having a nice little, you know, you can do what you want, you can fly where you want, you can do it to where you're basically either in China or any, you know, well, yeah, everything you do has to be monitored, it has to be tracked and Oh, yeah, you're totally dependent upon the system. And if you make the system mad, the system will respond. <laughs> yep. And, uh, yeah. And not kindly. It's crazy. Not kindly. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 and beyond, I mean, and, and this is like, you know, the funny, like you mentioned the lefties and you met, and it's not the left. Like, okay, so I'm, because I'm near a college campus, I hear people, I hear these conversations, I see it every day. Mm-hmm. And they hear the conversations that people are having, and 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 I know there's a there's a disjoining or a uh, decoupling from reality because, of course, the, you know at the, at this age, and I haven't brought this up to oh, I've, I've had a couple conversations with kids, and those have actually been wild because actually these people these kids are hyper aware of what's going on, but for the most part, these you know they're. They're thinking five years down the road. I mean, at that age, that's what you do. You're always thinking, I'm going to be, yeah, I'm going to be a big shot, and I'm going to be an executive, and I'm going to be this or that, or, mm-hmm. you know, dreams. You know, mm-hmm. when you're 20, you got all kinds of dreams, and you got to live your dreams because guess what? You don't have anything else. <laughs> well, yeah. But, I mean, but, 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 yeah, but hang I mean, on. But, like, here's the thing. Like, that's what we drill into our kids. Like, we, what do we say to our kids mm-hmm. when when yeah. our kids say, "I want to be an astronaut"? You can be whatever you want to be, you know. You dream and you work and you you focus yeah. and you can you can make your dreams come true. So, sure, there's a path. There's work involved. There's being lucky, mm-hmm. but you have to be in the right place. You have to put yourself in the right place. So, you want to be an astronaut? Okay, well, you either have to contact somebody who's in that field or go to a school where you major in aeronautical engineering or, you know, that kind of, there's a pathway. Mm-hmm. It may not, it may not be one that you can succeed in. It may not be mm-hmm. one that you can actually fit into. I mean, I wanted to be, uh, look, I wanted to be a flight engineer on a plane. Mm-hmm. When, I didn't want to be an industrial engineer. I wanted to fly planes or I, I, I thought flight engineering was just a one 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 seat thing, and you stayed there. I was like, no, you just have to. That's part of flying a plane. You, that's just one of the the positions on the plane. It's a low it's a low ball position, but whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and you got co pilot yeah. pilot. The but main it's pilot. something that you wanted to do. Yeah. Correct. Mm. But the thing was, is yeah, Purdue had a, has a first rate. That's one of the top five or top ten uh, piloting schools in the country. I think. South Dakota or North Dakota or some other place has it. Anyway, but the problem is, 
in order to fly a plane, you have to be able to afford flight lessons and you have to be able to afford certain aspects of the, the education. Mm. And at that time, I, I mean, the kids that I, I actually, the reason why I even know anything about this, I, I wind up being good buddies with three guys who wound up being pilots. They were pilots. So they, they all lived together and they all went to the flight. They went out here. to. So I learned, you know, I saw their books, saw what their checklists were and all this, you know, everything that goes into being a pilot. Yep. But I also went up with them, you know, in their, uh, you know, Piper, you know, the Piper Cherokee or whatever the hell it was, you know, a, a, you know, the, the single engine, you know, little, they get hours and they'd have to pay like 65 bucks for an hour of flight time, yep. which really isn't too bad. But if you have cheap. to, a lot, <laughs> yeah, this is the nineties though. Yeah, yeah. $65 an hour and you have to log 200 hours. Well, that's $13,000. <laughs> that's not, that was a lot of fucking cake. Yeah, <laughs> that was a lot of more. There's no on the job a, training. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get paid to yeah, train. Yeah. But they, so they, they came from upper middle class families. So there was a little bit of, they didn't, you know, unless you, I mean, even if you had a full ride scholarship back then, it wasn't that much. What I'm saying is, is you had to have a certain amount of means to do it or a way to achieve that means in order to do what you really wanted to do. So yeah. you do that with your kids. It's like, yeah, you you know, there's that's a problem with kids who say, I want to be a professional baseball or sports star or whatever, to, you know, you, you tell them, you know how many positions there are in that sport, right? Do you think you're going to be the, you know, it's going to take a lot to get to that level. Of course, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know. But it, but it, but. Very limited. But it depends yeah. on your passion, your determination to, to mm-hmm. want to do oh, it. Yeah. And then you got to come, maybe, yes. then there might come a time in your life where you haven't gotten to the point where you wanted to be and you say, okay, well, maybe it's time I diversify or do mm-hmm. something else or, you know. I think most of us could, yeah, the most of us could realize that you have to be pretty close to whatever it is you, you want to be as your first dream by 25. By, mm-hmm. In other words... Are you if it's if it's a position or a a field, you should be either in the field or getting within a year or two of it. So you have to be near it by then. I'm not saying you can't do it later on in life. I'm not saying you know you can't jump change field because during your life you're yeah, going to have. Right. I mean, you used to be, yeah. But the first one, if this is really your dream and ambition, you better better be you know, kicking the tires on it pretty good yeah. by the age 25, hopefully by age, yeah, 21, but whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> your parents will put up with your, uh, let's just say, as we all know, your parents will put up with your fucking around for, you know, three or four years, but after a while they're like, okay, you need to, you need to get there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Yeah. It's the like, thing is, is the kids. The thing is, yeah. Some of them, though. I mean, we already know this generation thinks that they're going to be CEO by before age thirty. Which, I mean, I guess you can be if you start a business. But a lot of them, they think, no, no, I can just, you know, they think yeah, they're they gonna think somebody's going to hand over mad. the company after they walk out of university. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to hand over the keys to the Maserati. Exactly. Here's the keys. Yeah. Don't, don't wreck it. Yeah. Here's the keys to the executive <laughs> toilet cleaning room. <laughs> yeah. 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 Get yeah. Remember to shine that pot twice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if you can't accept yeah, stuff, I mean, I I've known people like 
I've known people in my life that have had that attitude um, that they wanted to start somewhere they just like loathe the bottom rungs. But what that tells me is if you loathe the bottom rungs so much, how do you ever aspire to be the top rung and then want have people that want to work with you because you despise them? <laughs> Sounds like a government position. Why do you think the government is so full of we all know our governments are filled with these people that did never aspire that they they've never worked for anything or anybody. They just went into government. <laughs> yeah. Joe and Biden. We see the results. Yeah. Joe Biden. Nancy we see the Pelosi. results of all kinds of people. Feinstein. Yeah. Well, Nancy came from a politician. I mean, they all came through well, Nancy came some from of them came from criminal through, background. Yeah. Criminal, the uh, the Alexandra uh, Alessandros of uh, Baltimore. Matter of fact, they used to own the Baltimore Orioles back in the fifties, uh, if I can remember right. Just crossover. There's a, the Kennedys wanted to buy uh, uh, the Red Sox at one point. Joe Kennedy did. Just whatever, <laughs> little little tidbits. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, there was a you know there's a certain amount of. Uh, acknowledgement that certain people you know the politicians i mean they get to they they go they go they go to being a staffer they they majored in poli sci they might have got a law degree and then they wind up in washington dc working for some politician and that's what they do <laughs> it's crazy yeah well that's what i mean the whole world's going crazy and the people that are instigating the craze are the ones that are going to find themselves at the wrong end of the um, finish line. Like when, when it all is said and done, these people believe that they're going to be held in, in austerity amongst the left. But once they're done with you, they're done with you. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Once they're done with. Once you've served your purpose. James Lindsay's hot. It seems so yeah. obvious Bye. to people like me and you and people in our group. But when you try and um, explain, the thing that really annoys me the yeah. most about lefties and these do-gooders and all of that, and like, Really, to clump them all in a in a in a class of do-gooders, some of them, like some of us, are actually do-gooders. We try to do good, but they just think that they're doing good by following the trends. But what annoys me yeah. is that they always say things like, they always say things like, "You're never satisfied until you make us." believe your lies or your point of view it's if it's if you don't if we don't agree with everything that you say mm -hmm. then we can't have a, a, a discussion it's like well <laughs> you know and like sometimes Submission. sometimes I, I get into screaming matches with people because they don't want to have a discussion with me it's like well hang on you're the one that's telling me that I can't talk to you and you're the and saying that you don't want to talk to me because I can't talk to you that makes absolutely no sense and I have plenty Circular. of discussions yeah. with people that I don't argue with and no they're not always the same of the same mind as me but 
there are people out there that are willing to actually listen to somebody else's side and still walk away with the same ideology and not hate you. You never. You know what I mean? They're Mm -hmm. very rare, very fucking rare, like hen's teeth. But there are some people out there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you catch them, I mean, you know, the thing is, is, okay, we know the older they are, the more likely, well, yeah, generalizations are hard because, you know, the thing is, is I get I get down to basically how much propaganda have they been watching in the last five to seven years? How much and how much of it have they questioned and how much of it have they accepted? Yeah, that's And that really I'll tell you everything, I think. Because if, you know, there's been more and more studies that are polls and, and when I say poll, Gallup polls, and, and the trend is pretty obvious. So the left or the Democrats or people of that progressive mindset are following a pattern of belief and really only in the last year or so have they even begin to even falter on that. But there was the amount of belief was so high. It was actually higher than what it had been 20 years prior when media was probably far more convincing or done with less bias because both Republicans, Democrats, and all, all Democrats and the whole a lot of us were only separated by maybe 10 points, like yeah. 60 there, Somewhere there, between there actually you know, was a ti- there actually years, was yeah. a time like that that existed. People like all of for all of you people under yeah. the age of twenty or twenty five, there actually was a time in our life where news could be actually somewhat reliable, somewhat truthful, and somewhat um, um, Sideless. I, I don't know the proper word I'm looking for, but like non-biased. Non-biased. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there there or, actually did or exist even if it a had time a such slant. as this. <laughs> yeah. But even if it had a slant or the person you knew was telling you was probably a little bit, you know, of a certain bent, they they wouldn't avoid facts. And there's when I say they would just, you know, they would almost like, it's almost said with a chagrin. You could almost... You know, it was like their disappointment would would show, but they would tell you that the information they were telling you was what it was. <laughs> you know, and yeah, uh, that's yeah. right. It was what it we was. Weren't that, and and we weren't then that, they could say, "Well, I don't like it, or I do like it." That would be their opinion part of yeah. it. But the facts were still the facts. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't just made up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And but here's a key aspect too. Probably, uh, I mean, probably one of the there used to be a very good delineation, fairly delineated role between straight news and opinion. You know, you knew the difference. You, The opinion broadcasts were literally, that's the whole thing. It was an argument, you know, you know, firing line or however these different shows, you know, I, yep. we've all watched them, you know, where yeah, they yeah. would be like a, a group and they'd be sit around and they would express their ideas, but they wouldn't just be out and out lie. They would tell, they would, they would express their opinion or cite something, some information, and the other person could literally say, "Well, that's not what it, that's not what that poll said. It meant this." And then they would have their debate about it. But you knew it was a debate, and then it was an argument, and it was actually it could be good 
there were some good shows, there were some really crappy shows, but nevertheless, you knew what it was. And straight news was just, you know, hey, here's the stock market, here's what it did, here's the business market, okay, unemployment is this, this is how many people got fired, they would have their little stories, and they would tell you about the crime in the city, and they <laughs> they didn't try to hide the fact that, okay, this guy did this, here's his picture, here he is, they didn't try to hide it, now they don't even tell you who the what their perpetrator looks like or you know, all that kind of stuff. Well, the manifesto. It was a whole other different. The manifesto, hello. Yes. Like, we should definitely talk go. about that because, like, when I watched that the other day on mm. um, Stephen Crowder, credit to Stephen Crowder for doing the hard fucking yards to get that, mm-hmm. um, put himself and his fucking whole company at risk, really, uh, is now mm. fully in the firing line for doing it. The police are apparently very angry at him. But... Um, my question is, why didn't you do it? Why didn't you guys supply the manifesto? What was it about the manifesto, that particular one, that you didn't want released? And don't tell me it was the parents. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that for a fucking second that the parents didn't want it. The only way that I would believe that the parents didn't want it released, that's, that they stated that they didn't want it released, the only reason that I would have behind that to agree with it is that they got paid off to say it. Mm-hmm. So that's you know. a possibility. Oh, it's not yeah. more. It's more than a possibility, Jason. These days, come on. <laughs> it's just I what know. they do. Well, Look at what they. It's um, just what they fucking do. I agreed. I, I just don't want to go now. Well, let's just say this. We'll get. Well, we may get some confirmation to that fact, and when we do, I. W- I agree. We have a certain amount of... It's unbelievable. I only saw parts of it. I saw like a couple posters, snapshots, and it certainly sounds like he was very... Uh, or I could see the, she. the timeline. She. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, I don't care about she. dead well, naming her yeah. because uh, she's dead. Yeah. Well, to that point, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. There was, I saw the little, the little schedule. <laughs> Schedule. Oh, so happy. I know. Load weapons. Today's the day. Yeah, like, oh, yeah today's the it's day. Crazy. Woohoo. Um, today's but, the uh, day. <laughs> obviously, that, like, somebody that is that prolific at writing a time schedule for her slaughter of children has written many, many more pages beyond that. That's what, that's what's oh, going to yeah. give us the backstory of all of this. So releasing the day of manifesto yeah. is one thing, but the big, um, the big um, eye-opening, oh, there it is, is somewhere in those other pages that I'm sure they're going to do everything in their power to protect now, unless unless Crowder's already got a hold of them. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, Hello, Liz. I'm here. Okay. Yeah, It's just okay. contemplating. Sorry, that. I can't. Just contemplating yeah. that answer, like that, that <laughs> pondering, like what could be in that, like, because in that, in those two pages that was read, there was nothing really specifically directed at her parents. Did you notice? Like, mm. you know. 
my mum yeah. and dad were too poor to send me to some good college. But she obviously got to go to that Catholic school. So I, I don't know what fees and charges yeah. would be for that such a thing. I don't know what um, well, what eco- economic level her family stands at. And um, mm-hmm. obviously they're not going to come out and, you know, confirm or deny anything at this point. It probably doesn't help. I mean, I when you're dealing with something like this, it, how long is that? That was a year ago, wasn't it? Or mm-hmm. a, almost a year. Certainly about six months at least, uh, or not more. I know because I wrote, months. it was November. Yeah, it, was, it was. Hang on, it was November twenty eighth. No, March twenty eighth. March twenty eighth okay. this year. Mar- See, <laughs> yeah. Well, the reason why I noticed that, and the only reason why is because I, I had written about that. I mean, I just written about the event in, you know, in this book actually, that's kind of come out. It's in the first chapter, okay. uh, it, it tied to a host of things that had been getting messed with. But anyway, I just mentioned it as, a, you know, a singular, you know, kind of a line. I did didn't remember, so I was like, okay, well, it had to be done rather recently. <laughs> I just didn't remember exactly when. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew it was, yeah. I knew it was in the last, inside the last year. So, yeah. And, but it took, you know, they were talking about where's this, you know, manifesto. And, yeah. It's, hmm. well, well, we know there's so the much mess The only people that yeah, really ahead. kept harping on it, the only people that really kept harping on it was Stephen Crowder and, um, mm-hmm. um, freaking hell, I'm trying to think of the name. Jones. Alex Jones. How did I not remember yeah. his name? <laughs> What's yes. going on, dementia? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Early onset. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Well, no, I mean, okay, so they have no problem releasing it. If it, it, it tells you, well, we all know and you know, we've all confirmed this. The FBI is totally bankrupt and immoral and corrupt and they're just – they're. I, their moral compass is completely gone. They don't have any. I, I don't. They're they're actually. The magnet fell out of their compass. I, they're a criminal organization. Yeah, there's a hand. There's uh, it, 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 to 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 quote a famous the broadcaster kept on saying, "Oh, at the seventh, it's just the seventh floor. There's lots of good people in the FBI." Sean mm-hmm. Hannity. Uh, actually, yeah. it's the inverse. There's mostly bad people in the FBI, and there's only a handful that probably work down in the mailroom that are good people. <laughs> I mean, when when you talk, when you listen to guys like Stephen Friend and all of those, you know, yes, he doesn't. He does say that there are a lot of guys that he still is in contact, like all of these guys. There's a lot of guys that they're still in contact with that secretly say to them, you know, you know. I'm, I'm behind you, I'm behind you, but they still take a paycheck from the FBI. And I wondered to my... More to the point, Liz. You go ahead. Go ahead. No, you, go ahead. No, you're no, you go ahead. Make, make your it, point. Yeah. No, you go. I was just going to say, I was just going to say, like, I wonder how, um, how trustworthy these guys are of those guys even <laughs> saying that. 
Yeah. Well, they they may be on your side, but they don't have the guts or the gumption or the a lack or ability to not take a paycheck uh, to do what Friend and um, various others, which are very few. There was like, what, three? Three four, that actually four, were willing to put their... Mean. Four total. So four. And how many people are in the FBI? How hmm. I mean, Compared to, I mean, granted, it isn't at the size of the DHS, which has a quarter million people working for it. But, you know, let's say there's 60,000 FBI agents all, all in, you know, everything. So we got four yeah. that are willing to say that this there's a lot of fuckery. And we have a bunch of people that are calling them up, which, oh, by the way, they wouldn't call them up because they know damn good and well the agency monitors their calls. <laughs> oh, mate. They so. fucking, they, they're just, they, as much as admit that they go buy burner phones for themselves when they want to have these secret tete-a-tetes. There you go. So to that point, these are basically people that are in a Nazi regime and Ill, and have Ill, had the inability or does lack of balls inability by oh, lost you lost you Jay jump in and out yep <laughs> the inability and the lack of balls they, <laughs> the lack of they have the lack of balls and the inability because they have some too much investment in their career or their family to say that say they're married and they got a kid in school and he's getting ready to go to college and in other words they've made promises to their family and therefore their honor is sellable or you know just like the nazis that this happened in the nazi regime you know okay. there were lots of people that knew that you know they yeah go ahead all right yeah. <laughs> here's where i have problem with that Here's where I have a problem with that. I get what you're saying, and I 100% agree that there are people out there that are put in those positions, right, in all sorts of walks of life, of of jobs. Now, is it forgivable for somebody to – the boss comes up to them and says – if you don't have sex with me, I'm going to sack you, right? And the person, male or female, whatever it is, has sex with the boss to save their job, right? Compared to Christopher Ray saying to somebody, I don't know, let's just say Mark Zuckerberg, if you print any of this laptop information, we are going to come down so fucking hard on Facebook. The fight with the with the uh, twins is going to seem like a day in the candy shop, right? What well, sort of a conscience do you have to have? A to like mm-hmm. do that. B to say, then like on Zuckerberg's side, say. Oh, I was only doing it because of my livelihood. I'm, I'm pretty sure, sure that he was in a position so at that stage thing. in his livelihood to say, fuck you, Christopher Ray. This is news and the world needs to see it. Yeah. Well, okay. To your point, there's the thing. So both if we're consistent, okay, you have to be willing to say, okay, I'm not, this is unacceptable. I'm not going to allow someone to do this to me, and then you need to broadcast it. 
Because whoever squeals loudest first usually wins. We understand <laughs> this. the best deal. Really, we do. <laughs> well, isn't when I say squeal, works? you know well, what I mean. Like, that's how it works, in. isn't it? Whoever comes to the table first, yes. whoever comes to the table first, gets the lesser amount of time in purgatory. We, so we, but okay, so we all have, we, you know, look, we're all immorally, we're we're all morally imperfect, uh-huh. uh huh, to that degree, to what yep. you said. So, okay, so but if someone, the thing is, is if someone's levering, leveraging you up. To do certain things, you know, in, you know, quid pro quo, however you want to pr- pr- mm-hmm. present that with the, the first example. Okay, it's pretty simple. You're not you, if you okay if you have a relationship, you're definitely not going to do it because you shouldn't. And, and and moreover, you know, if you're going to base your entire life on basically, oh, I'll do anything to get ahead, that could be potentiality. But more importantly, you should just say, I don't want to do it because I don't want to do it. You know, I agree someone, with no, that. We always I agree t- with we, that. I agree. We tell with, everybody. I agree with what you just said, but my question was, yeah. which is more forgivable? <laughs> what I'm saying is, which is more forgivable? It's can a power. A, can of... a wife forgive a husband for saving his job and doing this one-time thing? And well, you know can a country forgive? The difference in can a country forgive an mm. association like the FBI? Can the country forgive them mm-hmm. for perpetrating this this fraud on them? So, so there's two prongs to that. First prong is power. Okay, we know power is diff- there's a power differential in the first versus the second. So if you're Mark Zuckerberg, you you have to you have to your the onus is definitely on that person because that person has enough nope. um, wherewithal to to Sorry. fight back. I'm that's to that's the else. first case. Keep talking. I'm listening. So so that's the difference between those two, in, at least in one aspect. But the other part, and I got to think about this for a second. How I present this or say this, hopefully. So you you know. Uh, the idea, okay, if you're being, if you're in a, it has to do with, do you, can you have power? So you're in a position, say you're, you know, like you said, the, the first, you're like a secretary or whatever. Okay. You're not, you're not, um, your function and position is not going to have you in any way, shape or form giving orders to people to do something drastically evil. When I mean drastically, you know what I mean? You're not, it's, it, the way you present the first case, if it's just a low-level employee and the boss comes to you like that, well, morally it's wrong, but you're not going to your your job and position unless it directly impacts something. Where, for example, uh, you're approving something like, say, vaccines. For example, say you you know quality control. The boss comes to you and says, "Hey, you know, if you want to, you know, want to keep your job, you'll sleep with me." And I'll make sure that you're in charge of, you know, making sure these vaccines get work. He wouldn't, it would be a multi-prong thing with the boss because the boss wants to get you to do something that he can't, he doesn't want to have his name attached to, but he wants to put somebody else on the hook. That's the way I see that. And that would be bad if you're, you know, you not only do that to keep your job, but then also you do something what I would consider uh, evil or 
bad. In, uh, in other words, you're willing so to your perspective uh, forego. It, your perspective of it is mm -hmm. the person wants the person or the victim. I'm going to call them the victim. The victim mm. wants to go up in the company. The boss knows that the victim wants to go up in the company and has this opportunity to distribute vaccines with a big pay rise and da-da-da-da-da. So the boss says, yeah, for whatever reason. I know what your ambition is. Mm -hmm. The only way you're going to achieve it is if you sleep with me first. Mm -hmm. and, 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 well, or... Or to the point of say, well, you know, I can make your life better, and I I, I need you to do something for me, and I'll give you a heck of. But I, they want to get you in a double bind. Uh, what I mean, they want yeah, you see, to I mean, compromise look, yourself so drastically. I I, yeah. I get that, of yeah. course. That's <laughs> the aim. That's the, always the aim is compromise to get you in a compromising position. Otherwise, they got nothing on you. To, well, that's what they use. do to the FBI guys. That's what they do to. That's yeah, what they that's, do. It's what they yeah, do to everybody, that, not just the FBI guys. The FBI yeah. guys do it to everybody they, as well. <laughs> they do it to okay. other people. Yeah, but listen, but the FBI, but the FBI guy. Okay, you work for if you're one of. Uh, we'll get back to more concrete. So these FBI guys that did, you know, tell the truth, tell what they were actually doing, what they were actually out there to do. And one of them, I, I at the story, he lost his job. They wouldn't provide benefits. He took he, he took the hit. He took the personal direct hit on his life that makes him a not only is he a whistleblower he's he's a hero because he took he he's willing to risk it all because he believes in having some kind of moral fiber and backbone he's not going to just do because he felt wrong about the entire thing it's like look why am i targeting these average people that are not doing anything other than just expressing their opinion through their rights that they have and when the FBI tries to lock up people over uh, a, a misquoting a 302, their little mechanism, since they never tape anything and they write anything down and they can say whatever the fuck they want, <laughs> by the way, <laughs> you know, and it, it takes a courage that, but these people have power. That FBI agent, no matter how low, you know, even if he's just a rookie or whatever, he can lock up anybody. If he's, if they, matter of fact, they want him to be the person. They want to tag him in real quick. So, you know, you're in the FBI structure. You're the new guy. And they want to, they say, yeah, yeah, we need you to uh, work on this case with this, you know, whatever, a, a hard target or a target that we, is politically connected, but we want to put you on it because, yeah, that's a way you can cut your teeth. That's why you, that's how you I prove you're that. one of the boys. Oh, yes, I agree with that. Yeah. Christopher Ray. Uh, my orcas. None of these guys actually want to get their hands dirty or have fingerprints on the crime. Absolutely. That's obvious. That's obvious. Yeah. That's why they. In, yes. That's why they engage yes. in these activities to compromise people to either a because they said, mm -hmm. "All right, this is the guy that we need to like get on that job." A, we need to convince him mm -hmm. to do it. Probably not going to have a chance of convincing him to do it without having some compromise on him. Right, so that's yeah. where they work or that angle. a leverage point. Exactly, money, money or but their they, life. But they know that they're. Yeah, but something. they. But they know. Yeah. But they. But they obviously don't know who these Stephen friends are in their own um, association. They don't know who the Stephen friends are. Otherwise, Stephen friend would never exist. Do you know what I mean? Because it well, would be a whole. They, 
a whole FBI full of um, of automatons mm. that just do as they're told. Well, Liz, you're going to always have somebody who doesn't follow the program or the model. So I think they do know because they do. I mean, they put them through a substantial battery of tests and whatnot. They know what they're getting usually. And also, once you're at a certain level, the only way you could have rose to that level is you have to have kissed your boss's ass or, you know, you know how it goes. Yeah, but there you are know, things that you, you have can to go do. Up. There are things that you can do morally with a clear conscience as a law enforcement officer and not go home feeling guilty sure. that you've had to do something untoward, Correct. right? That's obvious because otherwise we wouldn't have a moral yes. system at all. But yeah. What I'm saying, Jason, what I'm saying is mm -hmm. for the FBI to ever, like you, you said hero, you mentioned that he's a hero and I agree he is a hero. But the people that are on the left, they think of themselves as heroes and they get the pats on the back acknowledging that they're heroes, doing the awful mm -hmm. things that they do. And, and they are mm -hmm. yeah. somehow believing. And these lefty protesters that you see out there right now, today, probably as we speak, somewhere across the country the Palestinian flag in their hand, think that they are heroes mm -hmm. for doing this. That mm -hmm. is what I just don't comprehend. What is the actual understanding of the word hero? Because it's obvious that it means two completely different things risk. to two different parties. <laughs> risk. The, the difference is risk. So what's the risk? Okay, the Palestinian flag or, or whatever. It will, I, that, uh, what I'll say is the left, they're doing, I mean, when they're going along with whatever the establishment has kind of laid down as the narrative or something close to that, you know, it, it, there's no, there's no uh, risk involved. Whereas Friend, he's taking the entire risk because he's bucking the entire establishment. To your point about, you know, uh, the at some point he believed in the system. Remember, all these people did believe in what they were doing is right, but at some point they just they they had a twinge of doubt. Thank and God that doubt probably grew. Yes, and that <laughs> doubt grew, and then more and more they saw the bullshit, and don't get the, and we don't know how much um, this was also driven by maybe not only under Biden, but maybe in some respects, maybe they started seeing the, the evidence of uh, the people that were supposed to be leading the department, the Rays and uh, the Mueller's and all the other idiots, um, the Pages and the Strucks, and they started seeing that these people uh, are talking out both sides of their mouths. They say one thing in public, and then yet they could go, I mean, these people can go look at Senate, you know, House Committee testimony and all this yeah. other stuff. Yeah. And they go and see that these people are saying one thing in public and another thing in private. Then they start to go question their loyalty to their, not only to the to the organization, but to the people that are saying that they're, you know, the honorable people and they're totally dishonorable. And people, you know, after a while you start to go, okay, I'm not following a liar to my, you know, 
I don't, and then not only that, they start seeing all the destruction on the street. So to your point about the left, just because the left gets patted on the back for burning down a Wendy's in Atlanta or whatever, or, <laughs> or banging on a federal courthouse for 50 days out in Portland, uh, they shouldn't be, you know, <laughs> that should tell you something. I mean, why would anybody think that that was the honorable thing? Ayanna Presley thought it was the honourable thing to do. Kamala Harris thought it was the honourable thing to do. Joe Biden, all of them, all of them, Nancy Pelosi, they all thought it was the honourable thing to do. They elevated these people into heroes. Yes, correct. And that's what these people wanted. They wanted to, they wanted that, uh, they got the the joy of, can you hear me? Yeah. Hello. Hello. There you are. They got the oh, joy I off. Might have hit some. <laughs> they got yeah. the joy off. <laughs> so yeah, the, yeah, you're right. They got the they got the they got the benefit of being patted on the hat by the the leaders. These people want bones. You know, it's almost like yeah, they want that positive reinforcement coming. Lost you again, Jace. Please hold. Please hold while we adjust our technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, internet's a little sketchy over there. Mine's not too bad today, thankfully. I haven't gone down mm-hmm. yet. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> How you going? Oh, come on. There he is. Can you hear me? Yep. Loud and clear. I, 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 look, I mean, okay, another topic. Let's get on to another topic. Trump having to testify at that farce of a trial. And Letitia (laughs) James, like, coming out. And giving that little speech that she gave the other day about Cohen. What'd she say? After after Cohen had, like, collapsed on the fucking stand and and basically admitted that he's a lying, cheating fucking piece of filth, she comes out and, like, (laughs) tells everybody across the fucking world that he's a stand-up guy and the truth will come to the fore and we're going to win this case. It, It To me... I don't know. It just sounds a little bit too much like a foregone fucking conclusion for her to be saying shit like that. <laughs> now, I think yeah. we all are well, saying that goes she's going to gonna win the case because it's fixed. It's fixed, just like the freaking well, election was fixed. Well, it's fixed because there's no victim. <laughs> Where's the victim? <laughs> Who who it's, did they hurt? That that's not even show me on the that's not even the, fixing a case. That's yeah. just like inventing a case. Yes, show show me on the Trump doll where he he took your money. Oh, there is none. <laughs> you know he he paid his debts. What the he fuck? Paid he, his debts. He, he made the a bank loan. Made money. The banks, yeah. And everybody's happy. And <laughs> and the state is deciding. And yeah. Every yeah. building around his that he borrowed money on fucking rose in value. So there you go. 
And so the, the to day that point, the day that they yeah, the day ahead. that they devalued Mar-a-Lago to eighteen million dollars, right? <laughs> they devalued every yeah. fucking property around it. So why aren't these yes. people in an uproar? Yeah. Why isn't Ron DeSantis coming to the freaking microphone and saying, excuse me, Letitia James, but you will not impose your laws and your ideologies here in Florida. You will not take advantage of the justice system to uh, value properties in Florida. If you want a valuation of a property here in Florida for a court case in New York City, we will retain a legitimate, qualified Florida realtor to give you a legitimate, valued, valuer-certified um, valuation of the property. That's what, where is he? Where is he? If he wants to make inroads with anybody, he should be doing that. I don't know if you. Okay. I don't know if I couldn't hear you, or I was just talking over you. <laughs> no, no, no. You're good. No, you're good. No, I heard you with Ron DeSantis and the value. Okay, like I said, you're way. You're you're actually you're trying to actually uh, assess the case on a proper footing based upon logic and reason and. You know, way too complicated. Yeah, that made too much sense. That isn't what these people are after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they're not looking for any of that. They were looking for bullshit. And Ron DeSantis, he's just, he's just bought. He's just a terrible guy. He, We see what his moral is. <laughs> Excuse me while I'm I mean, going. you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> I'm busy. Okay. Dying. Well, you cut out. So <laughs> no, no, I'm choking no, on my. No, no. I'm choking on my coffee. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Hang in there. Then I can't see you, so I don't know. Here's but to your thing. point, Here's to, to your point about thing. I'm DeSantis. choking on my coffee, so I have more coffee to stop myself choking on my coffee. <laughs> yeah, and my point about Ron DeSantis yeah. is go ahead. It's unreal. Uh, okay, he 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 is so bad that he gets he, he gets endorsed by Kim Reynolds of Iowa, or whatever. Oh yeah, I heard he that. he's just staying in the race. Yeah, just effing. She's a dumb one. Whatever. She's just you now these people. <laughs> you know they they're just doing enough to get uh, keep keep him around because they're always they're all on. Uh, but to we what end? Such but to what end people. are they want to get? What to what Listen, end do they want? Just to disrupt the election? They process. want to get rid of Trump. Yeah, but it's not going yeah, to. They, it's you, not you, working. I wonder if they figured that out yet. No, but here's the thing: they're all coordinated together. I mean, you you heard what's her face this afternoon on uh, Bannon, or I did a, a little bit. Why are they doing the things they're doing? Because they're not they're not doing they're not playing to win. They're playing to lose. They're playing to Charlie Brown this entire thing. The idea is for them to completely they are Yeah, they're throwing it all they're th they're throwing in the towel. They want to do everything they can to make sure Trump won't the thing is is most of the people are you know, seeing through what you just said, you know, the the people that have any brains are like, the country's going to hell in a handbasket and you guys are piddling around effing with Trump over stuff that we know is just garbage, <laughs> garbage legal garbage. cases. 
<laughs> yeah, and they know that. Yeah, because, you know, they're trying to smoke and gun him with documents that he had every, you know, right to take. They're trying to get him over a deal that was nobody got hurt on. Nobody, they didn't actually have a victim, a fraudulent victim. Trying and to the only chasing thing they can and do raping is, the ugliest woman in the world. <laughs> yeah, who, oh, by the way, got money from, uh, here's a crossover. This Hillary. is the crossover to the book. So she was fun. Well, she was funded by, funded by, wait for it, the guy from LinkedIn, the founder, Reed Hoffman, who, oh, by the way, also funded Renee DeRista, who's the oh, uh, disinfo bitch that I talked about. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, that Darren Beatty was talking about, saying, you know, she, she, fun well, she funded an entire disinformation Russian bot campaign that was all fake uh, to take out Roy Moore in Alabama because he was trying to take the special election. So, anyway. It's all they, they, they are working the amount of Republicans that are working against they they, they 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 they've already sold their soul. Yeah. They're not no, Re they're just the they're Republicans not even Republicans. They're working just, against Republicans. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> and and the thing is is yeah, they they they've 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 got it in their mind. They're like, we want everything to go back to normal. These are, that's what these people really want. By normal, they want they want everything to reset to where we're supposed to be stupid and we're supposed to comply to their propaganda that they've been selling us for 45 years or however, you know. <laughs> that's it. We're supposed to ignore everything. We're supposed to just forget that Trump ever happened. They want to erase him from history. That's what they really want. They they want to do him like Nikita Khrushchev. He's making that a little difficult you know, for him, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they want us to gaslight. They figure they gaslight us enough. They'll eventually get us. They'll get us to go. Okay, we're done. They figure they figure that people are just going to just roll over and take it. And there's enough of us that know damn good and well that they've been lying and doing everything they can. That's but they think they can just wear us down. So this is a battle of wills. In the in the in the end result, it's a battle of wills. Who's going to? Whether we're going to. If we have to, write him on every ballot, handwritten. Maybe that's what we got to do. Because okay, they're going to so, take him off every ballot they can. Okay, so yeah. So is he a valid Is he a valid entry on a ballot, even if they write him in? What happens? It's just a null ballot, a null ballot, because they the, effectively voted for nobody? No, no, no. You can write a person in. You can write in Donald Trump. If, if they, they take him off the but, ballot, but ballot the state, in other words... But yeah. if the state has said that he's not eligible to run, how does the state then yeah, treat you that can ballot? Inform. Yeah, but then how does the state treat that ballot? You can, I don't know. Every state's different. I'd have to go. You have to get into every state. That's what I'm <laughs> That's saying. That's a good question. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Certain so states can't. Every, if, everybody, well, if everybody writes him in, it, yeah. it might not solve the problem anyway, is what I'm saying. Because if every state says that's had, that has well, said he's not eligible, even though it's still going through appeal and shit, right? We know how these people work. They'll apply the fucking law. They'll apply the verdict before it's yeah, yeah. uh, finalised, yeah. right? Correct. Correct. So, yeah. They can do that. But... Here's the thing: If those people look, it's like anything else. You have to be. You have to want it bad enough. 
This is what it boils down to for all Americans, by the way. I don't even if you don't like Trump, I don't care. Look, if you want to vote for Joe Biden or whoever they put in in his place, whether it be the cheap suit from California or uh, Mr. Tranny Pants and uh, Michael Michael Obama, you can do both. I don't. <laughs> if you think those people are going to take you somewhere, uh, buy more power to you, I guess. Uh, and I'm not even. I, it's hard for me to even. It, let me say it this way. I know Trump has all his flaws, but <laughs> he is by far the most electable uh, of anybody out there. And when I say electable, in other words, he has a he has a base. He has people who actually will go to the. So those people, you can say they're mesmerized or a part of a cult, whatever you want to call them. Okay. Democrats are a part of a cult, too. They're a part of a death cult. They don't care how many babies they kill. I'm not trying to make it about abortion, but, you know, they, they would just prefer. They, 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 they just want power, power, power. Trump never even had any application. He, he didn't even actually ever do anything dictatorial in the level and malevolence that these people are oh willing God. to do. So it's a basically a Jason, yeah, no, it's a choice. Between, he did the total opposite yes, of what they're saying. Like it's, and it's, they, they, but they want to have to label them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but how do you label so. somebody with the total opposite label of what they're actually doing? Like he, it was obvious that he Goals. made headway. <laughs> it was obvious that he made headway with North Korea, with yeah. Russia, with China, with everybody, all of the fucking enemies, mm-hmm. Iran, all of the fucking Saudis. Like, how can they fucking say? They didn't like his foreign policy. They didn't like anything. They didn't like his first yeah. name, his last name, his birth date, his hairstyle. They didn't like the way his fucking okay. nose curled up at the end. I don't know, but these people are freaking <laughs> idiots. If their politics, well, but Liz, here's. If their politics, but no, here's can't the politics. Here's, here's by, the yeah, by real, um, real yeah. tangible things. I got you. Here's the thing. Okay, so you mentioned his his business, his biggest successes were in foreign policy. There were some hiccups there, but compared to any of the foreign policy we've had over the last fifty years. He's as good or better than Reagan, as far as I'm concerned. I agree. Because, I mean, <clears throat> truth be told, yeah, we had peace. Yeah. We had peace enough, and the wars that we had, he was he he wanted them to go away. But, you know, to say that he's never going to use any violence is just, that's just living in la-la land. That's just not the case. That's just, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it never, it's never going to happen because that's the world is a shitty that, place, that's what and we he know means that. When he says peace through strength, that's exactly the the meaning yes. behind that statement. Is but do you know who? We have to show that we're strong. But you know who? In order to keep the peace. Mm-hmm. Yes, but do you know who hates him the most? The neocons. And guess who's running our foreign policy now? The fucking neocons. Yeah, because the neocons <laughs> traditionally were always mongers. Yes, and they hated him the absolute most. The people that he like, John Bolt, the John Boltons, the James Mattises, the Mark X Espers, the fucking Mark Millies. They wanted him Mr. to start Graham. a war any fucking place. They didn't care where. 
Yeah, the Lindsey Grahams, the McCain's, the whole, yeah. the whole, the Bushes, the the these people have all their stock money and Raytheon and fucking every other you know big military apparatus contractor. Trump was not good for them, so they were pissed. The Democrats were hurt too, but not as much because yeah. the problem is with the funny presidency. Funny how they want to ban guns. It's funny how they want to ban guns, but they don't want to ban tanks or atomic bombs. <laughs> well, they want to keep them out of our hands, but the funny, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's so much. There, these people are just. Well, they just. They know. They know. Once they disarm us, it's game over. Oh, we're okay. the last. We're the last rock on the. Uh, even even Australia. I mean, you have them, but you don't. Candy, they have them, but they don't. Seriously, we're the last yeah. uh, bastion of. And and of course, everybody says, "Well, you'll never be able to take on." You know, the whole. Take on the government. No, no, no. People don't realize in a guerrilla warfare, in a civil war, in a messed up, crazy world, their little armaments don't work as well because, yeah, they can target you with drones and they can target you with planes. They're not going to go to escalation. If they do, then they'll lose all. They'll, they'll probably, they'll probably be targeted themselves. Mm -hmm. These people in D.C. think they're smart. They really think they got it all figured out, but. I mean, let's just say this, like the Swalwells who say, oh, well, we can use nuclear bomb. Yeah, oh, okay, let's just say you drop one on some some place that's a Republican stronghold. Let's just say, let's say Miami. Oh, oh, but there was a bomb in that house. There was a bomb there. They were making yeah. bombs, so we had to, like, annihilate the whole suburb. Yes. Sounds like, but here's sounds the like thing. what they're doing in Palestine for every action... Israel at the moment. <laughs> oh, yeah, but for every action, there's an equal and opposite route. Yeah, but every action has a re equal and re opposite reaction. So the UN, or I don't even care about the fucking UN. I wish we'd get the hell out. But let's just say other countries will say if they're willing that to do that to their own population, why should we even? Why should we think they wouldn't do it to us? And believe me, they would. They would make damn sure Washington D.C. Oh turns God. into you know gl glass. Well, happen. yeah, they would. The why Arabs, wouldn't you? The Arabs have yeah. been chanting it for years. Was, they, I, they tell you. Yeah. So anyway, I know they tell you. About it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the whole, uh, but the whole, uh, what you call it? What I'm saying is, the, the, the with the enough firepower that many people have, the thing is, is we can be destructive enough to the ends of the destruction of the overall system. I'm not saying that's going to be good. Obviously, it isn't. But and it'll be an enormous amount of casualties. But think about it. How many people are in the military are going to go, I'm out of here. I'm done. You know, you're going to have just chaos. You know, that's what I'm saying. They can't control that amount of chaos. They're trying to do a very controlled collapse into a martial law because they know we have tons and tons of sheep that don't know anything yet. And they figure they can keep that number high enough. They can get what they want. Those of us like us, they, let's just say there's about 10% of people that are really, really awake. When I say really, really, we know that they're willing to do anything. They hate us to no end. There's another 20 or 30% that are like, ah, they're still good people. They just are misunderstood or they, they, they still got hope. They're holding out hope. I'm yeah. not. Yeah. I'm on, uh, I'm on the black pill train. So whatever. Uh, yeah. These people are garbage. You're on the they, they don't, they, they, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. 
I know what we're dealing with. I know the Bushes don't care about life. I know, I mean, all you got to do is listen to all their old school tapes, you know, the, the Madeline Albright just says, uh, half a million kids, ah, that was a good trade. Do you know what's so sad about that? Like, you know, the Bushes don't care about life. I wonder if their children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren actually realize that that's their philosophy about their own life. They should. It's I, in the family. I, it runs in the family. I mean. but, but here's the thing. Are they of the same philosophy? So they just want to carry on killing people and they're just going to continue? Or are they well, like, hang on a minute, you know when you're talking about killing the, like, annihilating the world, we're part of that world. You realise that? You're killing your grandchildren. Does anybody ever, like, confront Dad, Daddy Bush they, and say that? Nah, they're in the bubble. They're in the bubble. I mean, I think they, I think, you know, I'll really, uh, there's certain, the well, they, they didn't. I mean, they live in the they live in the cotillion, you know, the the fancy parties, <laughs> Coming out parties. bullshit. Yeah, they live in that fucking they live in that fucking dream world. They the women, well, a lot of the girls are just, you know, whatever. I don't know, but the Bush men, fuck, they're all. And that goes back into the nineteenth century with these fuckers. I mean, they're just all, you know. You know, they don't it, care. They, they love fascism. But I wonder what it was. I wonder what it was that made them that way. Like, did they have, like... Power, money. So so Samuel money. Prescott Bush was attached to the Rockefellers, and, you know, there you go. <laughs> that was 100 years ago. Yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> and he, look, he made his know, money on... Ha, made, Jason, yeah. have a look at yeah. Zionism. Have a look at Zionism. Zionism, in its, in its original mm -hmm. form... They espoused Marx. They espoused mm -hmm. socialism. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not so much now. What's changed? What's changed? <laughs> well, you know, they can hide some things. Remember, everything's an element. Nobody's yeah, but ever how many people actually anything, know that? You know? How many people actually know that? Because you don't see the rabbis and all of these people coming out and doing these. They don't, like, tell you about that. You have to yes. find that out yourself doing your own research. Because I didn't know that until goes, I just, like, yes, dug deep into all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, remember... A lot of them came from Russia too, by the way, FYI. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, they came you from know, all over Europe. There's a whole clan. And, and here we go. Here we yeah, go again. Yeah. Remember my last podcast about Idi Amin and I was yelling and screaming about fucking Britain? Yeah. Where, where are we? Who's responsible for all of this shit? <laughs> Who did it? Fuck yeah. the British. The fucking British. Yeah. Excuse my the French Br folks. I'm sorry, yeah. but like... I'm really, I don't know about you, Jason, but I'm so at a point where the F word seems to be the only word I can use to convey my anger and and frustration at this situation because it always goes back to the British. Everything, everything. These I gotta, idiots with I thought the of something. Yeah. monarchy I, mentality. <laughs> like, Get out of our freaking lives. And when they get out of their uh, yeah. people's lives, they make it even worse. So here you go. 
I just thought of something. It's an update on the uh, update on a classic phrase, people, for all you revolutionaries out there. Remember the the British are coming. The British are coming. I got an update. The British are fucking. The British are fucking. Oh my god! Because <laughs> in fucking us over. Yeah. The British are crushing. The British are crushing. <laughs> yeah, they've uh, like they've caused been, a lot. Of, well, like ever since. Uh, for 200 years, yeah. they've been having a little tantrum about losing all of their sovereignties. <laughs> I probably go, they created the, well, it was the Dutch East Indian, but the, it's the East Indian Company, the corporate, the, basically the birth of the modern corporation. Mm -hmm. Everything off of that kind of sprung the power that they've tried to wield through might and trade and and everything in between and but yeah they, they let's be frank. after they defeated let's the be frank, frank right. let's be frank about it yeah. the royal um the franks the royal right. well the yeah. royal family always had a soft spot for india and africa so do you get me yeah. they they've always had yeah. um <laughs> they've always had like british support for anything that india and africa wanted to do because Mm. They always want to be welcome there. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's a game, there's a method to the madness. They didn't give fuck all about the Australians. No, no. <laughs> Sorry, you ought to know more than I do there. No. I remember seeing Charles and Diana as, <laughs> didn't even as realize a high school student when they came to Australia. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. you know, I didn't really like, oh, wow. sit down and have That'd a coffee be... with them or anything, just sort of. One in a million people that like <laughs> dying in the heat, like she was. Yeah, I hear you. Powdering her, you know, flipping her little thing, waving a little fan, probably, <laughs> wearing her little big hat. You no, know, it was her a school little excursion. big hat. It her was big, a, it was you know, a school excursion. I think we had to have like hats and shit like that. So, yeah, it was a school yeah. excursion <laughs> because, you know, we're part of the fucking monarchy. Yep. Good night, mate. <laughs> were they night? Yeah, that was a we whole like, other different time. Like, I remember. I we were way them. back. We yeah. I, we barely saw anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? But and especially me, I was like front row with the school photo all the time. So I'm yeah. short ass to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's all been a facade. A, uh, uh, you know the. It, it, the thing is, is the propaganda, the per, the spinning of plates, I guess you could call it, you know, they got to keep everything. That's what they're mad about. That's what they're most mad about. The internet gave, the, the, when the internet happened, and they created it, I mean, DARPA and whatnot, the problem, they lost control of it. I mean, and they've, they've been like hell trying to get back control of mm -hmm. information being passed around. You know, through the plebes, they couldn't stand that we started to get smart enough to figure out, put dots together, and actually showed a lot more mental creativity than I think they were expecting. <laughs> yes, that's the that's, best way to. That's, that's a why, nice. That's, that's a nice way to say we, like, we outsmarted them. <laughs> that's why they hate people like Bannon and all of these people that are out like me, the me's, the you's, the Bannons, the Laura Loomers, the Lara, Lara. Logan's. Yeah. I keep yeah. getting those two mixed up. You know, yeah. they hate us because no problem. <laughs> that's what we do. <clears throat> yeah. 
they don't want they don't want acolyte they don't want they don't want a movement they don't like pop they absolutely despise everything that re- resounds to populism they don't like nationalism actually hate right. they want their they want their utopia which is centralized power up into the hands of you know say a hundred you know evil globalists that piss and moan and fight amongst themselves but overall they believe in one thing less of us and more for them and then they got about ten thousand or a hundred thousand technocrats give or take however, however right. you want to calculate okay, it let's just that hang they on let's just say put in, let's say yeah we do, what did you say a hundred a hundred evil globalists right let's just work on that figure a hundred evil globalists yeah. working together in perpetuity um with some small discrepancies do you think that will never get into a position where one wants to be higher than the other yeah. or one wants to take over the other it's it's cha- it is chaos within yeah. chaos <laughs> it is it, it's amoebas on fleas on rats yes. <laughs> do you know what i mean yes yeah you're right you know you got it Remember, these are territorial. Land. I mean, they are pure territorial. They're uh, well. Here's the thing that came from that P, the the Patrick Beth Davis, the one guy, the guy who was interviewing said he had had a talk with somebody. He didn't mention the name. They never want to mention names. Well, mm-hmm. if I ever got a chance to talk to some of these idiots, he didn't mention a name. But he said the guy. They went down the road of apex predator. Mm-hmm. They mentioned he mentioned that apex predator. So I'm thinking, aha, that tells you everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. They think of themselves as the great white shark or the big fucking Shamu the whale or whatever. You know what I mean? King of the seas. So, so, and and so what do you have? You have a hundred apex predators. They have no feeling or desire. Don't give a F about any of us whatsoever. They just care about how much they, they love, but they also love action. You know, like all psychopaths, by the way, they're bored. They're incredibly bored. They have to be entertained constantly. That's the Cali- I call it. The, you could call it the Caligula thingy, or what, you know what I mean. Just you know, got to be Debauchery. whether it be sex or violence. Yeah, yeah. Just, just they, they they have to be constantly entertained like little two year olds, and yet they're like very smart of Star Trek. in some ways. Some of them. like the episode of Star Trek where they yes. like yes. The interracial Ooh, kiss. That's Ooh. a great one. Yeah, remember the interracial kiss. Oh my god. Or, Yes. Well, remember there was. Remember the the guy that the 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 so the old Star Trek we're talking about, yeah, yeah. where you had the guy who he was a full grown adult, but he behaved like a child, but mm-hmm. he had all this power. Super, you know, he could, you know, yeah. pull the starship in. They thought, the, you know, he, they thought he was a full. Yeah, they <laughs> thought he was a full grown adult, and in the end, they realized that he was just the child. The voice, the voice that you. was the giving. You cut out. Oh. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. Go the, ahead. I think the episode you're thinking of is the one where they were, like, transported onto that planet and there was, like, a voice that made them have, like, competitions against each other and um, and mm. in the end, in the end, the parent came yeah. and admonished the child for for playing with his <laughs> toys type of thing. Playing rough with yeah. its toys or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what we are. We're toys to We're these toys. people. That's what yeah. they look at us. They, 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 
Yeah, I thought about that a long time ago. I think I can I can picture somebody like a Bill Gates, or I mean, not just him, but he, he's one of many. But he's not the top or whatever. He's a general kind of like. But I could see him sitting in his bungalow or big fucking mansion, and he's got these TVs the size of the the wall or whatever. And he, he when he sees that you know black people fighting each other in the streets or violence between, I mean, he probably sits down and has a ball, ball of popcorn or whatever his meal of choice is and just sits there and gets entertained by it gets his lulls off of it mm-hmm. and thinks it's funny as hell i mean i mean it, it's not hard to imagine that because it's just you know these people they love misery of others they they revel in it i mean that's like that, that's their dopamine hit that's their so that mental capacity i assume of the devil does that make them servants of the devil <laughs> Well, <laughs> they certainly are applying for the position. I can tell you that. <laughs> that would be a fucking yeah. long line. Jesus. But that's what, like, but, like you got to ask that yeah. question. Yeah. Are they servants of the devil because mm-hmm. they are so willing, whether it be uh, inspired by money, by power, by sexual uh, kinkery, it, are these traits instilled in these people? Because you know how they all say, oh, this is the way I was born. I was born this way, right? Are these, well, are these I got an answer. traits and it goes back to that podcast. Go. go. Well, to your, to your point. So I'll go back to the Patrick. This is a good, it was a short clip, but they mentioned Soros. <laughs> and they mentioned actually an interview that got overlooked it was actually a print. It was by the LA Times back in the 90s. And they asked him something, and he was like, it's, he's like, I just wonder what it would like to be a god. He mentioned God. He said, I wonder what it what would, would be like to be like a god. Omnipotent, yeah. That's kind of, and yeah. People who, people like him, I mean, just think about that. Thinking like that, you know, you think of yourself as just as, beyond you know everybody that's how and you talk about malevolence and you talk about his history and when did he learn that you know the nazis i mean aside from their ideology you you notice that okay so if you go back and watch all that stuff the 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 pomp and when i say pomp and circumstance you know it's the same way with uh, she, a matter of fact, very similar. The military rollout, the marching in the streets, the uniforms, the, the you know, the black, I mean, the you know, the uniform the Nazis wore, mm-hmm. the officers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Very, very yes, imposing, yes. very yeah. dark. Yes, yes. It had a, it had its impact. It was supposed to instill fear, obviously. Um, darkness, you know, so... Think about where Soros interacted with that and whatever his mentality was prior to that. Who the fuck knows? But he was 13. I have no doubt that his German godfather wore one of those uniforms. (laughs) Yeah. So you get into that. So, And then you hear, and then this guy's talking about it 60 years later, 55 years later in the 90s. When he had already busted the pound, I don't know all the ver- veracity of that, but he had an influence on the British pound and in currency markets, and he was, you know, filthy effing rich, and mm-hmm. decided it. And Hillary was already lauding his praises in the '90s, by the way, back when she was 
the first lady. She says, nobody's done more for this planet or blah, blah, blah than George Soros. There's a video of her making this claim. <laughs> hey, Elle. Uh, we're doing a live. We are doing a live stream, Elle. If you want to contribute, oh, well. you can hang around and just Hello. listen. Or I just can... popped into I popped in for one second to say hello. I'll just hop it I'll hop in and out. Okay though. Continue on. Carry on. <laughs> We're on Rumble if you want to listen to us live. <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> oh great. Okay. Okay, babe. Okay. No problem. We just thought we'd let you know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, to it. that point, and and you showed up at the right time. We were yep. just talking about your about favorite, the, the favorite Hungarian. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking yeah. about how he in the nineties he wanted to he 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 mentioned in an interview. Patrick Bat David read this, and he mentioned the idea that he would he wondered what it would like to be like God. I mean, he he definitely had a grand vision in his mind of what that would be like. And we're talking about how these people, this guy, he said he talked to somebody who was very high up in the financial community, very, very high up. And the guy said, and somehow the topic got to apex predator. And I'm like, okay, you're talking to, you talk to this person and they, these people see themselves as apex predators. So what do we know about apex predators? They kill every, they kill everything in the food chain. They can dominate the entire food chain. Mm -hmm. So that's the way they look at us. Just, so you know. How do a hundred <laughs> of them get together and like and control the world without eating each other and sending us into further chaos? Well, <coughs> and the other question. Well, the thing is, is the like other you said, they're territorial. Posed, the other mm -hmm. question that we posed, L, is <clears throat> these people that have no morals, power, uh, that live for power and this and that and the other, no matter what the reason, are they um, are they disciples of Satan or what did, What was the word I used, Jason? It wasn't disciples. Uh, that's really what you... But that's what uh, I or sort of under, mean. Well, they want to be a part of... They want to... They're, um, what do you say, working... Toward, in other well, words, no, yeah, they, they were the helpers. Like, because say because you hear people always saying about yeah. things, I was born this way, like um the mm -hmm. people that the people that pedophiles, they say, Oh, there's nothing wrong with it. I was born this way. If God didn't want me to be this way, he wouldn't have made me this way. Yeah. Are these people not actually <laughs> God fearing people? Are they actually disciples of Satan? Were they born into this world as disciples of Satan. And if they are, how do we okay. fight them and eradicate them? Well, to your point, so, well, there's two things. Okay, the first part is, okay, you say that when they say they're born this way, actually that's kind of a tell because we know psychopathy, it's it's. It's genetic, and it, there's just this discrepancy in inside the mental, the mindset of these people. They don't have that. They're there that we all have. That for the most part, the ninety nine other percent of humanity has. So, but then again, they can be psychopaths, but they're not all. We would just say um, equipped to become these all powerful beings. In other words, you know, they're just average intellect average motivation they're not 
you know, they're not wired that badly to, they just, but they, they still have urges like every other psychopath does. They just don't know how to, they're just not smart. They're, that's, that's the big, they're not Bill Gates smart or, or Elon Musk smart or, but you know, that kind of shit. do they have to be smart? Um, like, do they have to be in the public eye? Do these, well, I mean, do to do people, this. Like, to do this, that needs a lot of scheme. people. He needs the little people. He needs the medium people. He needs the big people. Mm-hmm. In order to corrupt completely, he needs to corrupt right. from all angles and levels of society. Which it seems to well, me, you know, like, you if you look at things, how they currently yeah. stand, he's doing a pretty goddamn good job. Well, let's just—it's—it's it's the congealing. Well, no, no. I think it's more of well, think of Klaus Schwab selection. You know, the young global leaders. It's a selection process. Some people are going to come, go through to the next round. It's kind of like sports. You know, you know, you—you're a pretty good player. You can make it to college, but you're not going to be a pro. You're not going to be a pro. So there's a there's a sortation criteria in the end. And unfortunately, over a course of time, you know the fourth turning, I, the fourth turning mechanism. I think over a course of time, psychopathy builds its influence, or uh, or sociopathy. You know, in other words, evil people, so evil rises to the top. They're going to lose. Okay, so here's the thing, right? My point. Yeah, in but a lot of dead said, bodies in the process. My, my point in what yeah. you just said, we can <laughs> we can live like if you if you say to somebody, look, you're a good baseball player, you might not go pro, but you should at least try, right? And if he tries and fails, we don't have to kill him because he failed. But with these other people that are disciples mm-hmm. of the devil. Do we have to like go all vampire hunter on them and start like seeking them out and and eradicating <laughs> them from from existence? And I'm not saying that we're going to have like some sort of internal like holy war or anything like that. I'm just asking the question because mm. if there is faith and there is Satanism, where do the two cross and how are we expected to? If we can't eradicate them, coexist with them. Because I don't think I can. You never get rid of them all. Yeah, you never get rid of them all. But there was a the, the second part of what I was going to get into was the Alaska. There was a there was this old parable, or it's tied to the Indian, you know, the the native tribes of Alaska. And there's like an old kind of thinking that they they ran across certain people that weren't too. Uh, moral or principled and they were messing around they they would be disruptive to the tribe disruptive to the way of life and they knew who these people were but they're not a very i mean they had become a less violent people but there were just certain aspects or certain people that they couldn't deal with <laughs> and like you mentioned they would say well when they get out on an ice floe they would just accidentally push that that little being into the water <laughs> <laughs> and get rid of their problem. So, uh, to your point, yeah. And then there I mean, were three evil. And then there were yeah, evil. Yeah, we've been through this before. I think it just—it's a cycle. And humanity. Yeah, I mean, we know thing, we live Jason. in cycles. That's the thing. Like, if we're on a boat, <laughs> if we're on a boat, right? We don't push the fucking. We don't push the guy over the edge. That's our problem. Maybe that's our problem. We need to start going. Bloop. <laughs> well, Nobody saw that. <laughs> well, we have to get to that. 
it's the do we when do we get to that point i who the hell knows i guess you gotta wait until everybody's starving before that happens oh no because that would just <laughs> I mean, be it, it sounds it would be too chaotic to do it then it'll be too way too chaotic yeah, well, to that's try the whole and do point. it then nobody wants to listen to you well, when there's it, no toilet paper well, what do we know <laughs> <laughs> True, <laughs> but we know the sociopaths and the psychopaths that that they live, they li they they literally live for chaos, and they live like we were talking. There's a hierarchy. As long as they can keep their hands free and clear, I mean, I mean, I I, I just posted a bit, you know, the old friend. You, you remember the the Bill Gates the little clip where he says when he they asked him about, when uh, the gal keeps on asking about Jeffrey Epstein, and he says, well, he's dead. I mean, that was that told you everything about what he really thought about the whole situation. <laughs> he was just glad he was dead, so he was out of his life. <laughs> he just wishes people would stop talking about it. That's all it was. Oh my God! I mean, the stories I could tell you about that subject, yeah. but I won't. I'm not on this channel. Yeah. Anyway, but but yeah. that's what I mean. Like, what what do we? Because yeah. it's in it. These people are becoming more and more obvious to us, right? The pedophiles, the low-life ants, mm -hmm. the medium sort of people, sort of, you know, the Congress people that have been in Congress for 400 years. And then the hierarchy, the mm -hmm. DOJ, the justice, the SCOTUSes, the judges, all of that stuff. They're becoming more, we're becoming more aware of those people ourselves. But is there a way of overcoming the influence that they currently have and restoring it to a equilibrium, if not a proper like judicial system that, that should be run the way it was designed to run according to your constitution, which everybody is shitting on at the moment in that executive branch. Lost you, Jason. Why do I always lose you after a good rant? <laughs> there you go. One. To your point, I don't. There, there, there gets to, you know, uh, peace is it goes only so far because these people. Even if you like, say we put five million people peacefully circling DC. They'll figure out a way to sabotage it or infiltrate it because they don't want that. They want everything. Remember, they think like psychopaths. They think for violence. That's why they, I mean, that's their friend. I mean, because they don't care who dies. I mean, that's kind of the way it goes with the things that are going on. That's why it makes you really, you know, when people say, I was a neoconservative, you know, way back when, or supportive of that or whatever, you always have to ask. You're like, yeah, but you know these people, all they love to do is start wars all over the effing place. How many wars do you need to, for evidence to show that? <laughs> and, uh, you know, I don't believe. I don't know. That. I don't it's... believe that there's really been a time almost in my life, maybe between Vietnam and Iraq. That was probably the only time that I don't remember an existing war in my life. Yeah, the eighties was a little. The thing is, is they had little ones like Grenada yes, and Panama. Yeah, yeah little, that's right. Little, yeah, yeah. Excursion. I call them excursions off the grid and far enough away that, and small enough that nobody paid any attention. Plus, they had the. Plus, they had Wall Street to. I mean, like the stock. You know, 
they uh, redeployed their forces into the Wall Street go-go 80s. Yeah, that was kind of, I think, their... Apply the pressure through money. I think a little bit of that. Well, part of it might have been, luckily, taking one person's advice. I'm not going to credit him all the way, but he he certainly was a stable... Maybe Milton Friedman rubbed off on a few of them, and they thought, hey... He doesn't have a bad idea. Maybe we should try this. But, you know, like anything else, they only take what they want to take from certain, you know, anyway. Somebody should lock these um, people in a we room. Had a Somebody should lock these people in a room like Clockwork Orange. <laughs> like they did in Clockwork Orange, you know, with the straitjacket and the toothpicks and, like, make him watch Thomas Sewell and bloody that guy and all of these people, you know, that... <laughs> They can watch yeah. Steve Bannon for like 48 hours about... straight. That'll send them insane. <laughs> they'll either run out and jump off the building the or, they'll, or they'll change. <laughs> Do you know the biggest difference is the, the things that the people that you really want to lead are the ones like I, you mentioned Bannon. People that you can, just a rando, you as a rando person can go up to them and they're in some position of power or authority or whatnot and they will have a conversation with you and they won't talk down to you they listen and they'll respond in a manner that says a and they don't double back and bullshit you like in other words what they say to your face is what they'll say you know it's consistent so how many politicians do you get that out of where you can have a conversation with them and they actually legitimately stick to their position irrespective of what your position is in you know or they don't shuffle you off or do like a ted crew or i don't want to use ted but uh what's his face dan um that dipshit that that seal down in texas yeah that you know yeah yeah crenshaw (laughs) where he brings out his security team and shuffles you off or you know that kind of deal yeah this well like only shows up only shows up when there's more than 10 microphones at the stand Yes, and yeah, and it uh, doesn't do like Hillary where, you know, somebody stands up and actually tries to have a conversation with her and she doesn't want to hear it. <laughs> she lets you know right away. Anyway, uh, and, and doesn't even want to back down, doesn't even want, she's even more, I mean, she was forceful actually. That kind of, that kind of thing kind of surprised me because that kind of meant, you know, she was really agitated because most people, most of them will just sit there and let you, Bellow, and then they'll just have the security team pull your ass out. <laughs> I, I'd really kind of uh, love. Yeah. I'd really kind of love the idea of seeing Joe debate um, some other Democratic wannabes. I really would love to see it because, <laughs> oh my God, they would destroy him. Like even the worst one would destroy him. Do you realize that some of the people, like we were talking about the lefties, some of them, they like that, though, because they really, they do want somebody like Joe Biden. They just want a puppet. They've already told the the, the, the people, the powers yeah, that Jason, be, like we no, talk about no, the no, FBI. No, no, sorry. Hold on. Just, there's Hold a on. whole fucking party okay, of ahead. puppets. They've already got plenty of puppets waiting in the wings. They don't need Joe for them. But they don't have a... Joe's well, got too much baggage I mean, no, now. Maybe, Don't you think Joe's got too much baggage now? Well, okay, that's true. But what I'm saying is even when you say you have a pocket of puppets, 
every puppet has, a, 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 you know, we don't know how many strings are attached to all those puppets. And maybe the the one they got now is as good as, I mean, if they really are trying to destroy, like, everything in this country, I mean, who who's going to want that deal? <laughs> I mean, not all those puppets are stupid. They may not say, uh, I mean, Gavin Newsom's like, oh, you mean you're going to collapse this entire thing on my head, uh, on my watch? No, 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 but each one of them. I mean, maybe he's having second thoughts. Each one of them is delusional yeah. enough and egotistical enough to think, that's all right. Once I get in, I'll change them. I'll fix them. I'll make them see things. <laughs> well, that's, that's the delusion that these people have. Well, well, that's what I mean. The the, the thing is, is a bird in hand's worth two in the bush. So why would you, if you don't necessarily no, have no to change horses, and as long as, <laughs> <laughs> as long as long as long as as long as he's still got oxygen pumping in, or well, I don't know, maybe not oxygen, but as long as he looks like he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> they made I, need, I mean, I'm guessing Liz. They I mean, actually they, found on White House so far. <laughs> <laughs> well, and where did it come from? <laughs> do you know Maybe what it was really, a special shipment. <laughs> jumping, jumping out of that and into this quickly, but do you know what really astounded me about that was when the when the Secret Service came out with their statement, supposedly that they had. Um, it was a leaked statement that that they knew who it belonged to and it wasn't Hunter, right? I was like, I think that the way they put it was it wasn't Hunter trying to point the finger directly at Joe. I think mm. I think that's what they I mean, were doing with that. Shit, I don't, at this point, the, the hijinks of what these people are doing and what they say and do... We'll eventually probably get the truth, assuming you know we survive this catastrophe ten or fifteen years down the road. When doc, real document, well, assuming we, they haven't burnt everything by then, but you know what I mean. If we could just get somebody into the <laughs> uh, private residence bathroom and steal a hair from his brush or a toothbrush or something, get a DNA, get the drug test done. <laughs> uh, Imagine what a coup that would be. I mean. <laughs> Oh that, yeah, these, that, that would project, I mean, that I would project Veritas I, out of the freaking sky. <laughs> I mean, what do you think the pro? I mean, they asking you a question here for a change, probably. I mean, I mean, what do what do I mean? You you live down, you know, where you live. What is what's the newscast like down there about Biden or anybody in the United oh, States or Newsom or any fucking it, person? It's total rubbish. <laughs> the, the, funnily enough, okay. Because Fox is dead, right? Well, not dead, but you know what I mean. Fox is, like, totally yeah. on Ron's side at the moment. But funnily enough, and I think they have to do it, they can't really um, focus on on um, Ron per se, but they can focus on the election. But here the coverage of Joe on mainstream television is absolute rubbish. Rubbish! I tell you, one hundred percent. If you watch any of the mainstream channels in this country, none of them have a bad word to say about him. They maybe will brush on a poll every now and then that has him lower, but nothing. Mm -hmm. They they love yeah. the Trump stories coming out at the moment. They've got people in Australia. They've got Australians outside the courthouse and obviously inside the courthouse. And how I would love to be inside the courthouse, but. Uh, they love that 
negative uh, Trumpian stance that they all yeah. have. And sure. it's basically mm. seek information elsewhere here as much as it is over there. Yeah. It's a worldwide propaganda machine, which is that that's, I mean, that's to your yeah, negative. Yeah. yeah. It's a scary part. That's true. I mean, they fuck They, I mean, they how well, remember these people, that's the thing with the media. I mean, you, you mentioned it earlier. You, well, you echoed it. You said, well, you know, rich and famous. I mean, the people that they put on TV, yeah, they're all wanting to be rich and famous. That's, yeah, get their last grift on. I mean, some of them probably even know that the the financial system's collapsing, so they're probably like, well, I better get as much as I can as quickly as I can because this, this is all going to go belly up soon. I mean, the ones that are smart enough to know that. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> well, look at this. Look um, at what's happening. Anyway. Look at what's happening. Look at what's happening with this Palestine-Israel thing. There are deep factions forming. Yeah. Deep, deep factions. Forming yeah. In all walks of life. Mm -hmm. over this. Now, that that could be good, or it could be really, really bad. Um, now we've also it's got to be then, bad. we've also got to calculate how much damage can they even do between now and the next election. That is irreparable. Even Bannon said it the other day. Even if Trump gets in, you know, it solves a lot of problems. But it just starting from there. Like, oh, it's it's a catastrophe. It's almost insurmountable yeah. for one one. You're taking one over one administration of four years to solve. Yeah, well, that's the whole point. They figure if they do enough damage. And you have to have a – here's the thing, and the sad thing is is you do enough damage the way they've done it in across all these institutions. Anything you do to try to fix it, you can't just half-ass it or kind of – but that means you're going to take it to the far end of the other extreme. And, of course, it's going to seem like extremism. Well, it does to the, you know, the, the yahoos that have been getting bought off for the last – you know, whether it be the – I hate to blame welfare, but, you know, people who have been being bought off through that system and then the war people, too, you know, between those two W's, warfare and welfare. <laughs> I mean, to try to get to some place where you're building a market economy and you're not, you know, engaging in three or four wars at a time <laughs> or one even uh, is going to be a sh culture shock to these yahoos. So I... I don't even know if Trump has got the. He's going to have to have you know that whole group, that five thousand people, to make that happen. <laughs> the project twenty twenty five thing. Yeah, and 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 that these people are going to have to be hardcore. They can't be like I me. Mean, the thing is, is like anything. No I mean, allowed. Uh, yeah, I mean, when I say hardcore, they're going to have to believe. They better. They're going to have to have a massive amount of integrity and stones to just uh, elimination of federal positions oh my god that's i mean that's that, the house cleaning that has to be done to even can can potentially put this country back together is going to be on a scale that none of us are 
if if it, if it's going to work, that's the only way to do it. Okay. You have to you have to do it immediately. And so that's what this project first ten that's days. That's what this project twenty twenty five is about. Isn't it? It's about within the first, like you said, twenty four hours, almost ten days, whatever. Right. It's not a matter of like you going in yeah, and you sack days. everybody and then you have nobody. You've got to have that staff ready to go and fill these positions. So they're going to have to have some sort of knowledge and of the how thing is, work. And have to have pretty well, good advice. But here's a problem. Yeah. There's one problem, though. The Senate. That's the problem. <laughs> where does the you Senate, have too where many does, rhinos. Where They'll does, never get... Where does the Senate have jurisdiction? They confirm all the top... Confirmation of cabinets. Yeah, Department of Defense. All the departments. Yeah, all the major players have to go through. They there's they they go down to, I don't even know how many. I think there's about 150 or 200 positions that are have to be have to be confirmed by the Senate, or you can just put some acting head. But the acting head doesn't have nearly. Well, they don't have the power. They don't have the uh, gravitas. Whatever. You have to get. You're going to have to get an enormous push. I don't even know how you're going to do it unless you you have to have an overwhelming win and. Okay, well, how many senators will be up for election uh, in 2024? Yeah, but, yeah, a third of them will. The thing is, is you, you're you not going to substantiate. You might change it by five seats, maybe. You might get to, like, 53, 47. You got to have 60 to even get, I mean, they don't have to take up these uh, confirmation hearings, by the way. They can stall them. They, they stalled Trump the first time. He was actually one of the most... I think if you go back and look, I think he had one of the largest um, lags. It was like, you know, up to six months for some of these positions. I mean, they did everything they could to get in his way, and they're going to be oh, doubly. Yeah. We're assuming way too much. We're, <laughs> we're, we're assuming way too much that these people are going to, I mean, you, to saying. even get him there. I mean, let, let's, say, yes. let's say that the future of the United States rests on next year's election and and partially on these ones that are happening right now right but as far as yeah um gaining trump can't just win the presidency he has to win the house and the senate and yes oh, yeah. i think that he has he's got to win them win, by overcome. yes he has to win the majority of the senate by at least 60 by that voting block. And that is up to the voters. That is up to the voters <laughs> to a degree and the shenanigans. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the point, though. When you're talking about winning it by that overwhelming in the Senate, you would have to have like five or six blue states, really blue states, would have to totally flip and... They ain't happening. I mean, Jason, some of these people are so stuck in a... Yeah, go ahead. I honestly, yeah. in the pit of my stomach, think that California could go red. I think it should have gone red in yeah. 2020. Because I had never, ever, yeah. ever seen Trump rallies and Trump marches and flotillas and, like, they were there, fucking there's mad more Republicans for Trump than... in 2020. Yeah, yeah, but that's the problem, though. There are more Republicans in that state than any other state. Don't get me wrong. It's just there's 
the the blue is fuck ah, oh you know it's I, rigged is that what you're trying to say we're on rumble you, you can say that it's rigged well no 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 <laughs> well it's even worse now because a lot of the republicans have left the damn i mean the ones i mean it's like anything else eventually some of them i mean at this point maybe they have left all the i remember newsom has been in there newsom's good I, I i don't even i can't even i can't fathom california i really can't but i mean it's not going i i'm more worried about them losing texas for f sake texas is a real threat to go blue 100%. because they're going to do I agree a hundred percent. And that's the danger, Texas. and it's over. Paxton, and it's over. Paxton said it. If if yeah. Texas goes, the fucking country goes. And yeah, I believe he knows that. it. I believe that. Well, they and that's what they want. Look what they did that's why they're leveraging all. Yeah. So they know I if they can leverage in. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. No problem. Go ahead. I have to say one thing about Texas. You know, Abbott could have controlled the invasion that started in February of 2021. It's within his constitutional purview as a uh, as a governor mm-hmm. he could have called yep. to protect the, the border, right. to protect his state, to protect his citizens. He did nothing. The only thing he has done, any action that has gotten you know any kind of attention, was further transport these invaders into the into United the, States yeah, into the heart of the that country. gimmick, that stunt. Yeah, he just he just helped. He just gave the Democrats an alley oop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, or the regime. Because he's an just alley-oop. trying to score short Now all the blue cities it's, are it's crying. Like, They're all crying about it. Oh, what have they done? Yeah, right. Yeah, and then you You're know, right. as far as You're Texas right, goes, you know, Austin. Austin used to be you know the hub of of liberal you know, philosophy in Texas. And it seemed to be very centered in that town, in that city. And now Dallas and Houston are blue. Yep. Even Dallas. Fort Worth is still red, but they're, but Dallas and Houston are blue. Yeah. So, yeah, if it, you know, with, with what's going on, this is very, this is very concerning. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's what Along with the safety saying. aspect. The safety, like I'll back out now. You all can confirm. Well, we, were talking, we, were talking about, we were talking about the definitions of heroes earlier, and it's like you know, Stephen Friend. <laughs> we considered Stephen Friend to be a hero, but these um, lefties they considered themselves to be heroes. Like when the riots were happening, and you had Ayanna Presley and Kamala Harris all going on television and saying the violence will never stop as long as there's unrest in our hearts and unrest in our minds, and all of these stupid quotes patting him on the back and it's like uh, a hero right you could you if i walked down washington into washington square or or took a tour of the white house with the trump flag draped over my i wouldn't be classified as a hero i would probably be arrested or shot or do you know what i mean like taking we were saying that like heroism is based on risk there are lots of things that you risk doing that don't necessarily make you a hero. Stephen Friend, I agree, these guys are heroes because they have come out against an absolutely terrifying system that could, like, ruin them completely, which has in some cases. How do we overcome this to right the ship? 
all of this stuff. It's not about who's a hero and who's not a hero. It's about how the hell are we going to fix it? Jason's saying, you know, we can't fix it because there's just too much corruption. But if if we if we're going to believe in faith, if we're going to believe in anything, we've got to believe that we can fix it. Believe in faith. Yeah. Well, believe You're in right, anything. Liz. I mean, I, you know, you can't, you, you yeah. can't give up. No. The faith is the we point. We can't roll you over know. and. Yeah. You're right, L. It's a well. Do we have faith? Do we have enough people who still believe in the American traditions or Constitution or put their faith in the liberties that we have drawn up and drafted and put our heart? I mean, the funny thing is, is it's coming. It has to come from the people because we know the leadership is not is you know full of it. You know, they don't they don't believe in any of this stuff. Yeah. They purport to, but they don't. Yeah, they just lip well, service. Look at Jim Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> look, go ahead. <laughs> Expound. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, back in January, you know, our whole group and our little, you know, side group yep. was screaming, Jim Jordan for speaker, Jim Jordan for speaker. You know, he may not be perfect, but no man is. He's done nothing but run a dog and pony show. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. I just, he's, it's, something's up. Something's up. Darren Beatty has his his article, which I have not completely read yet. But um, yeah, I mean, this is, I'm hoping that Trumpy Bear <laughs> sees the, uh, sees the poison within and that some of these people that he thought were his allies may yeah. just not be enemies yeah Ooh, the, the enemy and, within you know I, I think okay go yeah yeah go ahead yeah. well i was i, I it's yeah. nothing i was just continuing on with what i had said go ahead. well that sort of brings yeah. us back no, to the project 2025 on. thing doesn't it because if he has that recollect uh, yeah. that recognition, if he realizes that this is what he's going to have to do, is he prepared to do it? Because remember, the first presidency, what was the one thing we wanted him to do first up? Lock her up, right? Lock her up. Lock her up. Yeah. Well. And what did he do? Now he yeah, calls her well. beautiful Hillary, for God's sake. <laughs> And look, don't get me wrong, I still love him. I yeah. think he's the well, only solution for this problem. But like if Well, he's, he's saying it sarcastically, but there should be a better nickname. Yeah, I could yeah, come yeah. up with a few. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like the bad seed. Big bad seed. <laughs> bad <laughs> you know? seed. Yeah. Bad seed. Omen. Um his well to you know the thing that bothers I mean, I mean it doesn't bother me about the project, but the thing is is that the people that are let's just say they they want to they want to maintain this decorum this queensberry rule what i call marcus of queensberry you know fighting fairly against a system that we know <laughs> has no compunction about fairness and has everything to do about slime ball tactics that i mean <laughs> you mentioned hillary they they slime ball hillary um hmm. 
will literally do anything to win and doesn't care about how much character assassination they have to go through and and or potentiality for other types of um, taking out of people. Uh, they, they, they still, I mean, when I was doing that little thing with Project, I mean, I went through the video, listened and, and answered the questions and these people came in and I think they have this, they, they think that they can work with these people. They think they can work with Marxists. That's that's my problem. That's mm -hmm. one problem I have. I think they think that the people that are in our government currently are are like irrational, and you can talk to them. <laughs> They're not. Yeah, I truly believe that Marxism is a singular yeah. ideology. Marxism is something that involves a singular entity, right? It's one person at the top in control of everything. That's my understanding well, of it. These people believe. Well, okay. These people believe in a I centralized that power that is in DC. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Al. Yeah. I said, I think Marxism is basically yeah. communism. I don't see that much difference between them at all. I agree. I mean, it's yeah. just a difference. A and, centralized. And basically, yeah. it's. it's, it's it it's mm. it's it's it takes away liberty and liberty gives a human free will and the ability to live life and i think it's anti-human i think i think it's all about control you can call it demonic whatever mm. but a marxist society takes away an individual's liberty and and their rights to be human yeah they, they have yeah, yeah, the thing exactly. is, is you never can get the given rights. Yeah. Well, we all yeah. know, and the reason why you never get to full communism is because communism, it, the the final stage is to remove the government. You know, no government. That never happens because nobody ever gives up power no. willingly, ever, 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 ever. That's right. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. Right. Uh, George. Yeah, it's aside from George Washington's uh, example of uh, knowing when the door was ready to be hit, and he hit it. Uh, from the uh, on the other end, then you have FDR was willing to be president for as many times as he wanted to be. I mean, he got elected four times. You know, when we put an amendment in to I mean, cut, truncate that, that's another problem with this whole situation. Is you have people that look at presidency presidents now worldwide. They say, well, look. U.S. presence there just for four years. I have to deal with the bureaucracy for, you know, the FBI director or whatever. They, they're they appointed for 10 years or the Fed chair is there. He can be there for, what, 12 years, potential? I mean, we have people that are in positions of administration that have way more power and they shouldn't. I mean, they're, they're, those those positions should not supersede the chief. Ex I mean, the, the point of having an executive in power is that their executive power should not should not be superseded by some bureaucrat that is unanswerable to us we can't get rid of them mm. or in 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 it seems like you can't remove even you know an FBI director without you know triggering an entire host of false accusations you know that kind of deal mm -hmm. so you have to get that out of the way and and then of course here's the thing they left you know and this isn't half I don't totally disagree, you know, appointments for life to the Supreme Court. Not saying that that's, you know, wholly wrong, but the problem is, is it can 
have dangers and consequences. I mean, I'm not worried about, I'm not as worried about that at present, but we know the left wants to stack the court and they want to put in people that they can control and whatnot. The, Our system the, has been the hypocrisy so... of that statement alone, the, the absolute hypocrisy of that mm -hmm. statement alone. They want to put judges into the Supreme Court that they can control. Well, then they're not judges anymore. They're no. political arms. <laughs> they, when someone tells well, you that's a key they part are, of this whole them. thing. It's... It's though that remember the left and the left always considers the right reactionary, but that's only because the left is constantly trying Maybe to, to contort everything to, to yeah or politicize everything. I, I you know up till just you know you know these last five six years, I didn't want to make everything about politics. I didn't say well because of Democrat because of Republican or this or that or whatever. I, I wanted to either, see things through the lens of – we wanted to see things through the lens of is it rational? Is it something that's good for people in general or has more good than bad? You made decisions based upon that. Now everything's through, seen through – I mean the political lens. Do I gain from this? Will I do it because of that? You know, the politics of this. And it's so – yeah, it – and that's the thing, this is, that's the whole communism, Marx, the left ideology, the totality, you know, this is the whole conversation, this is how they get us all messed up, is because they want everything to be bastardized down to just whether they can achieve power out of it. And, and, and yet they think we're the power grabbers. Or, I mean, I, I talked to that lefty again here on campus who's of uh, he's 40 he's not he's not a baby or anything you know somebody who has a life has been through a divorce has a kid etc he's lived mm -hmm. but he's also a musician so leave that aside but i'm sure that influences a lot <laughs> he, he mentioned that he's like the right is moving too far and too extreme i mean from his political viewpoint it's it, it's the train in the night you know you're moving 30 miles an hour one way and the other one's going at 10, but from both perspectives, the, the trains are separating at 40 miles an hour. It just depends upon what train you're sitting on. You know, it, there's no difference. It's just, but there is a difference if you really get into the magnitude of each one moving. And we know the left has moved far, far to the left to the point where, you know, they're they push the rails. gender ideas. They're actually, yeah, they're off the rails. Off the rails. That's the difference between the two trains, yes. Jason. They don't care if they drive the fucking train off the yeah. rails. We do. Yeah, and you see it online. I see girls from. I mean, the two lawyers, two particular lawyers from California, female lawyers from California, who have been standing up to those. But a lot of issues, censorship. Uh, Jay Padachari. One of them's Laura Powell, and the other one's Julie Hamill. They've ran for office. They filed lawsuits. They've been fighting Newsom's tooth and nail. And these people, uh, they were Democrats. Yeah. They have gone from the left standpoint to the dark side. But they're like, they they got kids. They're not insane. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they see the problem. And they're like, And that's the Democrats' weapon. That is the Democrats' weapon. Yes. Drain any adversary of their funding and you have silence.
once they can't mm-hmm. afford to fight, they generally shut up. Yeah, well, they managed to, well, Citizens United, so Citizens United was probably, well, I, I would say it's one of the top three reasons why we're in this predicament monetarily because all the billionaires just threw all their money behind the, I mean, literally, it's just a smorgasbord. Not saying the right doesn't fund their deals too, but yeah, yeah. look at all the money that's been shifted into corporation from corporations into you know, far left extremism because they wanted to buy them off and <laughs> they succeeded and money and politics is destroyed. I mean, it's astronomical, the amount of money and, and the dark money is just, I mean, who the hell knows where, I mean, we only get the stuff that the federal election commission, but who knows how many other payments are being made. I mean, we know Hunter Biden was getting paid by the Chinese. So he, Chinese, he's not an isolated. The, Chinese, the Russians, fucking all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he he's just one of many. Uh, I mean, think about how many other politicians have sons, daughters, cousins, whatever, wives. Oh, yeah. You well, just Nancy Pelosi's yeah, stock inc- trade yeah. Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, the the amount of people that are being bought off or bought through their relatives, and we know that's just it. In corporations and Sam Bankman fraud. I mean, <laughs> need we say more? <laughs> That guy had that guy. The guy started his operation in April of 2019, and it's 2023, and he's already been convicted. Now that's that's quick if you think about it. <laughs> so what you're saying is they're throwing him under the bus now because he's going to jail. Well, we think he's going to jail. He may be going to Epstein's locker. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, I, I psychological buzz. Yeah, <laughs> I think that would that definitely would be. It was there's so much there that didn't get. I mean, look at how quickly they packed that together and got him out of the way because we only found out about it last year. It was like November 2020. It was it was in the it was in the works in October 2022. But right before the election, how they shut off any talk about it. And then after, these, how stupid do all these shacks and all of these freaking idiots feel like? when they realize that they were just as dumb as everybody else. Their millions of dollars couldn't save them from their dumbness. Yeah. And think of how quickly they packed that up, though. Fraud. Uh, from the time that his fraud got released, he's got convicted inside a year. It's amazing how quickly they can work when they want to. Look at how quickly they Trump. haven't worked. Look at how long it took them to... <laughs> Yeah, Trump. Trump. Yeah, well timed. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Biden, but, but, but Hunter, Sam, Bank, Sam Bankman yeah. Freed. Yeah. yeah, I was just going to say, Sam Bankman Freed is their trade off for Hunter. Mark my words, because yeah, Sam they can Bankman they can Freed is there. Yeah. Look, good, see good. what we did. We put this naughty person in jail for a hundred years. This autistically silly person who was probably used by his parents in jail for a hundred years. We're so good. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not good enough there's, to pay back all the people that they ripped too. off. His parents. Not, not good enough to pay back any of the people that they ripped no. off. Yeah. 
and all that money that got donated into all those candidates. I mean, he was like sick. He was second only to George Soros. Yep. So you know you're on the list when you you're you're right behind George Soros in terms of money. And he was after him, Zuckerberg, <laughs> and uh, everything else. Yeah. Well, I. The thing is, is it's very interesting. Him, I mean, he 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 was throwing money everywhere, and anybody he had no there, anybody with any. It's an unbelievable the amount of it. just and sheer. Was, and he was throwing yeah. it both ways. Oh yeah, well that too. That's it to like what tells you everything about. It tells all those dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And think about that. That that was another thing too. I didn't notice that they they didn't uh, interview the co CEO Ryan Salome. I've never seen any charges put against him. He was the co CEO of of the company. It, that's in writing. Those two were the they were like they were trying to do the modern cool thing or whatever. No charges brought against him. What? It, why? Why is that? Because he Caroline Ellis. I mean, Jason. they can always say, "Well, we talked about that earlier." Yeah. He came to the yeah. table first. He, he, yeah, I get that. But the thing is, is by throwing it on the autistic child, or however you want to call him, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's very convenient, ain't it? if he's not diagnosed <laughs> autistic, but it's just a rumor that I've heard. Well, he, he's in that. He, he's definitely on the spectrum. But, uh, yeah, the thing is, is, just thinking about that, how unbelievably convenient and how quickly they were willing to just do that shuffle him off forget about his parents both of which his dad was in the actually worked for the obama administration yeah. his mom out and in stanford michelle, with michelle. renee darista and, and michelle she was no who big mike the what michelle with michelle obama as well didn't she the wife Oh no! Uh, the or somebody that worked which with Michelle wife? Obama. Uh, Bankman. Did. Bankman Freed's mother. Uh, she, yeah, she could. I, she worked with a lot. She was. She's a wackadoo. I don't even have all her she's bio, but it's 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 pronounced. <laughs> I mean, she was running a pact with uh, Dustin Moskovitz of Facebook, donating to it, and a whole host of techies from the Silicon Valley. She ran an election. She ran an election class out in Stanford along with Pamela Carlin. She was friends with Pamela Carlin, who worked for the DOJ of Biden and Ukraine and all these things. And Sam Bankman, the first day, the first day of the Ukraine war, he he tweeted out on, uh, on Twitter, "Hey, make your donation through FTX to Ukraine, twenty-five bucks. You know what to do." Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Just utter garbage. Yeah, and it meanwhile, so and meanwhile. Douglas Mackey's serving prison time for a freaking tweet, for a meme. There you go. There you go. And uh, this is the clown world we live in. We can all buy, I mean, I'm not saying, I, we've not, none of us have done anything wrong, but given the situation, you know, just us saying stuff is I mean, grounds to for these people to put us in. <laughs> if we had a, if each of us had a, a, a following a, a thousand times or ten thousand times bigger than what we do, they'd definitely be targeting our butts. I'm stuck on a hundred. <laughs> the stuff that comes out of our mouth. I've been stuck on hundred and forty-three <laughs> fucking months. Uh, anyway, yeah. anyway, how yeah. do we fix and, it, though, Jason? Know, so, how yeah. do we fix it? Like, how do we fix that? 
how do we get to a state where the Sam Bankman Freeds of the world don't get to get away with what they got away with and then, yeah, okay, we're going to send you to jail, but still people have suffered. Like, we've got to figure out a way how, because this is basically what the administrations well, across the world are doing to, their, to doing to their citizens at the moment. They're Sam Bankman Freedom. Well, he served a purpose too. For, yeah, well, the, he served a purpose too, by the way, just not just his conviction. You, mean, you remember, he's oh, yeah. involved with the cryptocurrency. He was involved with Bitcoin, and they're trying to kill that off. They're trying to kill that in the crib. They don't want any... Oh, challenges want to whatever cockamamie yeah they want their own special thing so yeah they got an executive order rolled up for that so doing this was a statement and they did it quickly so that they could roll out their you know when they when this uh, currency situation uh a good guy to listen to is uh, martin armstrong I'm not saying he's always right about everything but i mean he's been doing this for he's been predicting things for about 30 years like uh uh, L would know this guy. Um, uh, works for Jones. Um, oh God, I can't think of his name. Uh, he does the trends report. I can't think of his name right off the top of oh, my head. English I'm sorry. Guy? Not that English-speaking guy. No, 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 no. No, that older guy. No, he's I know from who you're talking about. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The guy that yeah, always says like "Little Andy Cuomo." That guy. <laughs> Yes, you could do his voice. That was that was a spitting <laughs> image of his voice. It was awesome, spot on. That's the guy. Mm. He's like, you know what? Yeah. He he does. He, he raises his voice. He's like, you little creeps. <laughs> I can't. Think. He's good. He was on Stansberry Research uh, recently. I, I should know it. I've seen him so many. I've seen him a lot. It just uh, yeah. He's older. He's like he's seventy something. Yeah. He's he's a good egg. Uh, so yeah, these people know because they me a link, and I'll try and put yeah. it into yeah. the. Um, I'll put it into the description. Yeah. So people can have a look. Yeah. Up. So he's yeah he's appeared on some of my financial people that I watch Stan Stansberry, Kipco News, George Gammon, some of the people that they interview people in the sector and and know things are really messed up and and they or they they have a pretty good feeling they're like eh. Yeah, they're yeah. They know how corrupt it is. I guess that's all. <laughs> that's all you really talk about. Is basically, yeah, this market is rigged to no end, and the Fed is, yeah, they're anyway. Um, that's the problem. Is we don't have anybody close enough, quick enough, that these people can't pull the rug out from under them. Uh, and we know a lot of people don't know what's going on, so. Chaos works for these people. We know that works. I'm trying to think. How, the thing is awareness to not panic when the things go down. I mean, we all lived through 2008 and, you know, what happened then. It, it, there was a little bit of a panic. As a lot of Gerald people had Valente. Their, there you go. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Ding, ding, ding. But, but remember after Lehman... After Lehman cratered, you know, people were worried about their retirements and money freezing. You know, people couldn't get their loans. You know, in other words, there, there was a credit freeze. But that's what's coming is going to make that, 
I think going to look lily light because uh, that's what Armstrong was talking about. He said sovereign debt crisis. So someone big is going to go belly up. We're, we might be the last to go, the U.S., but he's thinking like Japan and uh, is, is definitely on the ropes. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be interesting. And then is the conflict in the Middle East is definitely, a, a, like you said, polarizing. I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering if there's someone. I'm I'm afraid it's already bad. I'm just afraid of an escalation point. You know what I mean? Somebody does something that really escalates other people, other players. You know, it only takes one nation. You know, an Iran, a Turkey. Turkey's licking its chops to do something big. They're they. Uh, that was another thing too. They want to put back the empire. They want to. They want the Ottoman Empire back. <laughs> as crazy as that sounds. Oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> that they. Yeah. So they're in. So what's the biggest fly in the ointment with that idea? Israel. So in Israel, what I've done on my research a little bit, there's definitely an energy play there, and so they they're sitting on a massive energy. Um, stockpile off their coast <clears throat> and like anything else that's a well-known fact so what happens when everybody knows that you're sitting on a gold mine everybody wants a piece of the gold <laughs> they all come hunting yeah so and Israel wants it too so don't get me wrong but you know that's theirs and they know it or they're willing to work with people who are co cooperative but how many people in the Middle East are cooperative <laughs> that's the that's becomes the rodeo uh so anyway mm -hmm. and what will people do and how many people are they willing to um, get rid of to do stuff yes yes sacrifice yes that's um in in anywhere Although it's not really i don't a think it even is it it's calculus they're like, well, they're going to die anyway. That's the way they, that's the way, I mean, if you think like the apex predator, they're like, well, they were going to die someday anyway. So I just hasten, yeah, the hasten their demise. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, like, like we haven't had a few people do that. And like I said, when Albright said that, you know, half million uh, dead children, it was, it was, well, it was worth it when she said that. That told you everything you needed to know about how she thinks. Yeah, but like, how long so, ago was anyway, that? How long ago was that, Jason? And people are still stupidly asleep. As a quarter asleep. century ago, they're still asleep. Yeah, yeah, I know. So clearly, yeah. clearly, well, Soros was saying. Clearly, yeah, we are not fucking solving any yeah. problems by being the good guys anymore. We have to be the tough guys. Not the good guys. We can still be good and tough at the same well, time. I don't see why we can't walk and chew gum at the same time. Well, I'm talking to two. I'm talking to parents here. Tough love. We all know about tough love, right? Well, We're gonna yeah. have to hand out some tough love at some stage. At some stage, when things keep going wrong, you gotta just take a look at yourself for a minute. Yeah. Well. And they they count they that's part of the the whole bag with this stuff is they've counted on us being slow because 
to be truthful, we, the, 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 having integrity means being very slow to respond in kind to sins and grievances and, you know, slow to anger or slow to... They have to, like, absorb it, digest it. Yeah, analyze it. No, we have have enough... We learn self-restraint at some point. I mean, we're not impulsive. I mean, we've all been impulsive in our lives. Don't get me wrong. I know I have. (laughs) Guilty, guilty, guilty. But, you know... Uh, they expect us to react slow and deliberate, and because we, we don't want to come to that our, judgment quick, no, we, we want to see the our, exactly. That's our mo. That's what I'm saying. That's our mo. They know what to expect the, from us. We've got to turn. Mm-hmm. We've got to. We've got to change it up and not let them know what to expect anymore. This is this. Yeah. You know. This is. Look, well, so- as great as it is as it is to hear Trump going around the country saying, "We're going to tear the FBI apart. We're going to make these people pay. We're going to do this. We're going to do that." But really, <laughs> what's he doing? He's arming them up with the necessary weapons that they're going to need to make sure that he can't be in a position to execute those promises. So, I we would say if there was a way to, to come in ameliorate- and counter their counter. Well, in his case, maybe it would be good to not. Well, it's too late now. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you say it, whatever you need. Sorry, to. Back, back, background noise. Background noise. Sorry about that. Someone right. was chiming in. Um, have you all looked at the updates from the election tonight? Nope. What's going on? I saw Ethan posted oh, something to get? about um, some dude. Yeah, Bashir beat uh, Dan Cameron, and Dan Cameron is amazing. The uh, the percentage in Louisville, uh, Jefferson County, is so peculiar. I have family and friends in Louisville. We used to live in Louisville. It, it's not by that margin. I'm telling you, wow. he's he's not liked. Bashir is not liked. But uh, Ohio just voted in abortion up till birth. <gasps> Really? Holy. To birth? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Legalize. It says Ohio voters approve issue one, which legalizes killing babies and abortion up to birth. Gateway pundit. No. Question. What is wrong I don't know about you guys, but I literally did the sign of the cross. Just like literally did the cross on myself just then because that yeah. is just. Well, you should. think about it. Yeah. Do you know why, probably? I mean, I don't know. I'd have to see the breakdown of votes, but you know what? It had to be mainly women who who casted a vote on that. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> to the to, yeah, to over I mean, be overwhelming. Why, why would a woman? I, I, I know, it's... I know. So, um, I know. Why, why would a woman go on TikTok and do a dance, a pre abortion dance? Like, People are sick, Ill. That's what I'm saying. Divine disciples yeah, of it's, Satan. It's, yeah. It, well, it's, it's bad. It's sick. That's just horrible, though. Truly sick. You think about it. it. Trump on the... What, yeah. Inhumane. So, yeah. They, they they won that state. Well, what he, was that five points in 2020 he won that by, I think? And just... 
the, uh, just the change on abortion. I mean, no, 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 no. I'm talking about Trump winning Ohio. He won Ohio like by about four or five points. Yeah, it was it wasn't really that close. And then I know the decision came out in 2022, but to have that kind of a toggle on that particular issue, yeah. And in the thing that it was said, it's such a. I mean, we're not talking three months, you know. I mean, I'm and I'm not saying justifying that, but we know what the 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 status quo was for forty five years or forty eight or fifty, however many years it was. And now you're just taking it to the other extreme, so or to the beyond extreme. Basically, it's murder. Before it wasn't even really technically justified, but I. I could I could see the heartbeat issue, so it's usually around six weeks, mm-hmm. and that's that's being generous because I feel I do believe it's at conception, but you know, and even the AMA has said that. But then again, the AMA has changed their mind on all other things, so who the hell well, knows anymore? It, I mean, it's really sad. If you could get a live microscopic shot yeah. of an embryo that's just been formed, I'm sure if you could get close enough, you would see some sort of something beating, some sort of blip. That would that would prove that beyond a shadow. Yes. Yes, correct. Signals mm, live. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, the thing that's so but, fascinating but, to me is the absolute cognitive dissonance that Planned Parenthood puts out there. That they, they, you know, do life. You know, they they emphasize. Um, you know, they're not just an abortion clinic. That they give out prenatal vitamins and prenatal care. Well, if they're giving out prenatal vitamins, <laughs> then they're <laughs> indicating that the clump of cells means something. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Then it needs to be supported. Mm-hmm. That's it. You're right. That The clump of cells is yeah, human, should... but they need vitamins and we need to take care of it. Mm-hmm. So what is it? Otherwise, yeah. don't, don't use tax dollars yeah, and is... don't ask for tax dollars for, for um, um, Vitamins. Because well, that's it's, their it's cover. It's a that's, bunch of baloney. It is a. It, that's their cover. It's their Elle. cover for their their organ yeah. harvesting. Yeah. Their organ yeah, harvesting well, um, business. Organ harvesting. We've turned we've turned into China. Oh, the, that issue, by the way, makes us actually in many probably in many if not all respects just like China was in the seventh or when they did the one child policy. I mean. <laughs> Abortion up to birth is essentially what the Chinese. The only difference is, is, oh, we found out it's a girl. Well, we'll drown it. You know, I oh, mean, that's basically photos. what the. I mean, horrific, that's, horrific photos of what they do to baby girls in China. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just one step farther in the process. That's it. That's really what it boils down. I mean, we're right there. We're knocking on the door. We're like, hey, you know, you 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 got rid of kids. Just because of their sex, well, we get rid of them all the way too. But you know, we don't care yeah, about that. I, I, I just can't care believe about that. Partying. We just want to be able to party, or we just want to be able to make our first million dollars before we have babies, or we just want to put it off until we're married. We're just, we just living in such a dysfunctional. So, yeah, it's not family planning. It's family. So I right. just looked at. Yeah. <clears throat> Go ahead. Looked up. Oh, I I just looked up yeah. the uh, populace. Um, the United States is twenty percent Catholic, and Ohio is eighteen percent Catholic. So 
So if you look at it just by percentage, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty a Catholic difference. state. To vote this a in, under, it's, run it's stunning. Percent. Yeah, but how many of that percentage is on, well, the, on the legislation that voted that, that allowed it to come in as a bill even? Probably not too many. Well, know, who knows? I mean, all, we all have, I've always been... That, we've already said that there are plenty... These people parade as pious people. They walk around and they espouse God and they wear their decorative crosses and this and that and the other and... They totally just don't believe anything. Yeah. Like, at least when I have my doubts no. with my faith, I still want to believe. I still continue to talk to someone who could be God, who could be just a universal energy. I don't know. You, some people would say I'm agnostic, but I'm a baptized Catholic. So this is my understanding of yeah. my faith. Yeah, to that point. Okay, I'm know, looking I, up more information, guys. Okay. Um, twenty twenty nine percent, twenty nine percent of Ohio is evangelical. So if you take the twenty nine percent and the eighteen percent, that's oh, forty seven percent of Ohioans are Catholic wow. slash evangelical. So that bill should not have passed. Has um, Senator what's his name come out and said anything? What's his name? Can't think of it. The dude with the beard. Oh, Jordan, Jim uh, Jordan. JD Vance. JD Vance. JD Vance. I don't know. I'll yeah. look. It's it's sadly when I look at my. I mean, when you mentioned Catholic, I mean, yeah, I was confirmed, and I am probably actually by accident of faith or accident of life uh, probably more conservative than just about anybody you'll meet mm. and like i said choice or unchoice anybody will I, meet in purdue <laughs> anyway <laughs> uh, well i mean i'm just saying and it, it, you know I, and I'll discuss it with you guys but you know i and it wasn't like it, you know a quirk of faith a quirk of life but you know, compared to comparatively to other people who you know went the other direction, where you know anything went as soon as they could get it done, you know anything goes, and you know college turned into a sex you know exploration instead of a place to learn. I'm not saying I didn't do things I regret, like drink my ass silly, but you know we all have our banes, uh, <laughs> uh, but life choices. We all have our vices. Um, yeah, but this whole, we've just discarded so much. I mean, we've, we, the thing is, is I think the problem is, is when your leadership doesn't, well, not only lead by example, but it's like we were supposed to all strive to do better as we get not only older, but we should have stri strove to do better as a nation and put family we've gone just the opposite direction instead of putting family first putting children first putting you know the sanctity of life the you know the the potentials of all people around the world and and and, and eliminated the warmongering we have gone just the dead opposite 180 degrees from that mm -hmm. now anything goes and that's what they're doing to this nation they're just tearing that's the hardest part about this is when you talk about how to solve it 
we're being pulled apart from both extremes. Mm -hmm. I see, you know, we have the warmongers on the right of us and the, and the fruity, let's chop off the generals on the left side, you know, fuck, how do you, how do you, and, and, and don't care about life of any kind. So you got death cults on both sides. Literally, you got death cults at birth and death cults once you're here. Death you know? cults to the left of me, clowns to the right. <laughs> I am stuck in the middle with you. And when I say death cults, I mean I'm just saying that they, they all they do is so they want to sow destruction, and they see in in this is the danger. You know, we've lost the moral moral high ground. I mean, yeah. China doesn't care, and you know, Russia, and I I. I, I I think even as much as a thug of uh, much of a thug is probably Vladimir truly is. I think there is a certain twinge of reality that says I didn't think America would ever get this bad. Yeah, I bet I bet he really thinks that. Uh, I, I mean, that. he may be he may. I mean, maybe he thought you know. I, I thought it, it. I thought I it, you know. I said would it take on one of my long. podcasts. I said it on one of my podcasts, Jason. I said, do you know what? I honestly think sure. that Vladimir Putin sits there and looks at what's going on in the state in the nation of America and says. Mate, I don't want any of that. I don't want to touch that with a 10-foot barge pole. Just give me my land, give me my country back, and I'll just be happy. Use <laughs> a phrase we're all familiar with. I bet he looks on in shock and awe yeah. at, at the destruction of so much. that I mean, it's not that we don't have people that can do good and be productive and Faithful we have a problem, stuff like that. We have it's a problem a elevating into a position where they can do it. Yeah. Like like Al said with uh, uh, the Andy Bashir. I mean, when they are good, uh, wholesome examples or the Eric Crichtons or uh, they do everything and it just decimate these people's character or tear them down or uh, accusation it tells you just how malevolent the system yeah, is anybody who has it. any real leadership quality yeah any leader uh, that's been one of the most disappointing i haven't even mentioned it have you noticed that there hasn't been any military leadership retired i mean there has been some don't get me wrong bannon has them on but relatively i mean really uh, aside from flynn and i mean we have like the same five dudes they, they say something, General Spaulding. I mean, I can name a few, but the overwhelming yeah. retired. There's lots of 06s out there. There's lots of 05s out there that have been retired for 10, 20, 30. They're still alive. Where are they at? Why aren't they speaking up? Yep. You know? Why haven't they been on the bull? Are they that afraid? I mean, what do, you, what do they think they got to lose? They're letting their country be destroyed. I mean, they certainly have the bully pulpit to do so because they can say, hey, I served this country honorably when I didn't even respect the, the asshole that was in charge, whether it be Clinton or Bush or whomever else they were underneath. Well, maybe they go under the, maybe know? They go under the guise of, oh, look, I've worked it out so that, you know, I can do all of this stuff and my kids and my family will be safe in the future. But the trouble is once they're dead, there is no guarantee that anybody's going to stick to any deals that they made prior to your freaking death. So your children. There you become, go. You've got, you hit it right on the nail. Yeah. You hit it on the head. What, what, what honor, what honor are you serving when you know damn good and well, they don't have to honor anything. They promises they've ever made to you. Those promises are shit. They're written on, they're not even written on, 
you know, even if they were in blood or signed in blood, it wouldn't matter, yeah. which is should tell you everything about what's, you know. I'm just saying, you know, I, I think in, was it 2020, there was a, I remember because Bannon brought it on, he had a list of, there were there was like a list of like 70, you know, that were worried about the, the state of affairs with our certain circumstances. And they've gone quiet, you know. What have they done? You know, they haven't. They they said nothing about Biden. They they know he's a. They, if if me and you and Al can see it, and it's not that hard to see, what are these people doing? Are they just sitting around at home drinking their scotch, going, "Boy, I I didn't think it would ever come to this." Maybe they're already <laughs> in the gulag, Jason. Hell, I don't know. It's no? <laughs> a good question. Hey, Al, what's what do you we got for us? Not much. I think I'm going to sign off, gang. Nighty night. Yeah, okay. so it's been fun. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, me too. I'll I got a few minutes is, left. It's, at, been, a, I'll, I'll be it's been a good show. Well, I'm. I think. No, you're gonna, great. You're I great. We're going to have to wrap it up. Thank you very much for joining and staying. It was um, really good to have you. You're great. Yeah, you I'm in, glad I hopped in. Glad yeah. I saw you. On. And um, you're a breath of fresh air. Nighty yeah. night. Thanks, guys. Night. Um, we have been going for yeah. nearly three hours now, so, Jason, so that's pretty yeah. good. And we've had a pretty consistent crowd all night. I'm really, really stoked. We've had, uh, on average, between 15 and 20, 25 people over the course of the three hours. So they seem to be dropping hey. off. I think they're hearing that. I'm I hope I wasn't annoying. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have you on here if you were annoying. <laughs> hey, guys. Great. 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 <laughs> hey, no, great. No, great. Like uh, great talking and, and, and also. Follow our our podcast. Jason has podcasts here also on Rumble. His link's in the I, description below. And um, thank you for listening to my dribble. Don't worry. I'm not, believe me, I, I don't have any more answers in it. We're all just well, look, it's in not, this fishbowl. And... It's not just your dribble. <laughs> it's not just your yeah. dribble. It's the world's dribble at the moment. It's the dribble that we have to swim through to get to the other side. So, you know, we can only, like somebody said to me, um, somebody said the other day uh, on a Facebook post, uh, no, on a Twitter post, they said, um, all we've got is talk. All we can do now is talk about it because if we shut up, then we're just playing into their hands. We've got to, A, like you said, take the risk and suffer the slings and arrows maybe. Um, I don't think. Me or you are at a level where we'll be suffering too many slings and arrows, hopefully. <laughs> but you know what yeah, I mean? It's I'm, we're just I'm gonna keep talking. For, yeah. I'm we, waiting for leadership. That's right. Well we And we, I'm I mean I'm getting the, to the point where I guess I, I am my own leadership. Well yeah, my own leadership. I mean you need to be your own leadership. To a certain as much degree. As you can. To a certain yeah. degree, yes, but then we've yes. got to come together at some stage and, and form a an army unlike an army ever seen before. Um, I don't know how long that's going to take. I don't know if it's ever going to happen. I don't know. As as Martin Luther King said, I don't know if I'll be there with you, but I, I'm sure it, it it it's got to happen if there is any way to salvage this, not just America, but the planet. So, you know, guys, if you're that's like, where we're at, if the you planet. enjoyed listening to us trying to solve the problems of the world or at least come up with some <laughs> advice for people that have to solve <laughs> the problems of the world, please like this podcast and subscribe. And um, don't forget, I made an announcement last week 
on Tuesday, the 14th of November, I will be interviewing um, the one and only Dr. Naomi Wolf for a long form interview. And that will be on Front Runners at uh, 8pm Tuesday, the 14th of November. So tune in for that. And if you like and subscribe, thank you, you will get a notification um, as to when the live stream starts. So on that, Jason, I think we should bid everybody farewell and I will stop streaming and um, we can quickly chat among ourselves before we hang up on each other like rude people. Um, So, yeah, guys, Jason, give everybody your um, deets again just before we go. Jason Powers at substack.com and uh, Rumble DCF Press. And yeah, that's there's the two big ones in DCF Press on Twitter and and uh, Getter, both of them. So the socials, yep. All right, guys. And as usual, we leave you with um, the same way that I leave you every time I do a live stream. And. I say keep the faith. If you can dig deep enough to find it, you've got to keep it. You've got to follow the facts, guys. Don't pander around mainstream media and find the fight. Thank you, guys. Have a great evening and a great tomorrow. We'll see you next time. MAGA out.